The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Dave, and welcome to the Boston Podcast here, produced by Pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. And the Boston Podcast is, as far as I know anyway, the only independent Monday through Friday podcast in our fair city. And I'll ask my guests, Mike, Joey, and Bob, is there another one that you know of? Mm. Oh, they're all saying no. Mm -mm. All right. We have consensus. This is the only one. But if you have another one, let me know. You can email me at david at pod617.com and let me know if you actually have a daily podcast that is set here in the greater Boston area. I'll have you on the show. How about that? How about that? Uh, That's the way we are here in our Westwood studios. And by the way, if you'd like your own podcast, kids, everyone's doing it these days. Get your own podcast. Jimmy down the block, he's got a podcast. So does Susie up the block. Everyone does. Don't be left out. What do the kids call it? Fear of missing out. FOMO. That's what you may have. But listen, kidding aside, it's a great way to promote your business, your practice. If you're a lawyer, accountant, business owner, get yourself a podcast. Get in here and talk and talk into our fancy microphones in Westwood and go to pod617.com to get started and get all the info. Okay, enough plugging. I swear we're going to get to the fun part. This is cool because kids, how much do you like the barbershop, the barbershop quartet? How much do you like it? The kids, they, they, yes, Kleine, they love it. They love it. Thank you. It's like, uh, so cool. We don't have a studio audience here at the Boston Podcast Network. So it's like, do you like the barbershop? And it's like, eh, you know, it's okay. My guests today are uh, Mike Klein, Joey Constantine, and Bob Martin from the Barbershop Harmony Society and other barbershoppy type things. These guys are are singers. They do the real stuff, like with the the seersucker suits and the canes and the hats. No, and I'm no, gonna no. make them sing later, right, guys? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. without the canes, though. Yeah, we don't have canes. Yeah, we don't have canes. But we can. I can imagine the canes. Got everything else. Every, no canes. <laughs> <laughs> the cane-free zone today. Cane-free zone. Yeah, which is cool. Um, but but so well, you're wearing a striped uh, checkered shirt. It's it's got it's got. T- notes of, of seersucker, I guess. So let's start at the beginning here. So, so f- <laughs> in the interest of full disclosure, uh, Michael Klein here. As I, as I just said before the recording started, it got a little bit of a laugh. But Michael Klein was my uh, camp counselor way back in the day. Used to change my diapers. I For some reason, I was 15 years old at the time, which is strange. So yeah. I, I'm not sure why he was doing that. But uh, Mike Klein, uh, welcome to the program. Thank you. Happy yeah. to be here. And, oh my gosh, uh, what a crowd. That's uh, really, that's fantastic. I know, I know. Capacity crowd. Did you crowd. sneak that air horn in there too? That was nice. Oh, good ears. <laughs> See? The, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I usually only you got to have good ears to sing. <laughs> exactly. You guys are like walking audio devices. So, so Kleino, you, uh, you, I want to say, introduced me to barbershop. I'm not a barbershop guy. I'm nope. not, uh, nope. a, a, but, but I admire it. I do. Thank and you. I know that you. We hear that a lot. And if you don't know about uh, barbershop, it it has it's a combination of uh, a sort of rare and particular skill, 
and uh, it's also got a little bit of, a, and I say this in a nice way, a cult-like following, true. right? True, that's very true. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Is that no, fair? It's more than fair. So, uh, Mike, we'll start with you, since uh, you're the one who talked me into having these guys on the show. <coughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> what? Um, uh, tell me about $2, that. $2,000 later. Yeah, right. so t- <laughs> tell me, no cash was exchanged, <laughs> believe me, folks. Uh, but, but Clino, tell me, sorry, Mike, I'll, I'll use your, your Whatever, official you stage Clino. name. Mike. Cool. I call him Clino, Clino, he's an old friend. Tell me about that. Tell me about, like, or tell me, you know, how you first, you know, got caught uh, with the barbershop bug, and then we'll talk about, you know, your society and the whole business. Sure. So I think I am pretty typical of a lot of people that found barbershop through their father. Is so that right? It's okay. something that, uh, that is, is that true here? The other guys? No? Not for me. No. Not for you. Oh, no, yeah. But, kind of, but rare. Yeah. Well, so one out of three, that's, that's for that's most people. <laughs> I'm not good at the math. It, it gets, <laughs> one out of three gets yeah. you in the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, no, no, but uh, my, my stepfather came into my life, and he was a barbershopper, and, and uh, something, he had been a singer almost all of his life. I, uh, I'm the kid that quit chorus in high school because it wasn't cool. Director yeah. said to me, go recruit people. Well, it was true, actually. but It, it was true. Well, at least I wasn't, for sure. So <laughs> that's probably in the right place. But I did, I, I quit because uh, I thought maybe I'd be cool. It didn't help. Uh, but I didn't return to singing until I was in my middle. Well, ex- I'm sorry. So uh, my stepfather actually would bring me to rehearsals when mm-hmm. I was 11 years old is when he came into my life. And ironically, that's probably not the right word, but at one point I was at a rehearsal, uh, and I believe that Bob that you're going to hear from later, his quartet, when he, he was at that point in a youth quartet, mm-hmm. uh, came in and, <laughs> and performed. This is news to me. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know? All right, I'm now I'm really listening. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is like uh, a young Elvis Presley seeing Chuck Berry for the first time or some such thing. Or, <laughs> Very much like that. Exactly. Or, or, yeah. You okay. couldn't make Precisely. a better metaphor. The yeah. barbershop version of <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Mike, that's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, no, so, so uh, I, I would hang around. I always loved the sound. I think all of us love harmony. You know, the, we grew up with, uh, with Queen and the Beach Boys and, and, sure, and yeah. all the sounds. And, and, and uh, so there was no doubt I liked harmony. Uh, and when I heard the barbershop sound, like a lot of people, everyone likes it because there's just something pure and, and beautiful about it. Uh, I didn't do it, though, until I got out of college. And uh, I said, I just want to hang out with my stepfather a little bit more. Didn't want to sing, didn't think I could sing. Uh, and uh, here I am 30 years later. So you would actually <laughs> sit and you would sit around with your stepfather and... Hey, you know, let's let's sing a tag. See, I know some of the uh, that, lingo. That's the lingo. Yeah, I know very... some of the lingo. Yeah. Well, tell us what a tag is. Can you apply the word? T- oh, I'm going to. Or let's <laughs> let let's let some of the other kids. Yeah, play. yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey, yeah. tell us what a tag is. Uh, so this is Joey, and uh, a tag is yeah. uh, is well, it's, it's a very short part of barbershop. Uh, it possibly the most. Uh, socially common form of barbershop, where basically it's the, uh, for, for uh, classically trained folks, it's the coda of the song. For barbershop folks, it's the That's end a big of the word. song. Yeah, it's it a big is. word. But it's where all the creamy, juicy chords are, the ones that you want to <clears throat> sing over and over and over again, and so that's what you do. So you if said you're coda. too lazy to learn an entire song and you just want to sing some harmonies, you sing a tag. Yeah. That's, see, that's a good description. That's Bob speaking, by the way, because <laughs> because when I attended my one and only barbershop chapter meeting, which, uh, Michael, you invited me to, and I very much enjoyed it. It was I feel like I should have like written like a short story about that or something have. because it was like stepping it's into... It's yeah, worthy. no, it was like stepping into another world. It was fun. It was different. And everyone kept trying to get me to sing a tag, and I was so embarrassed I was going to screw it up, so I didn't want to do it. But um, but the tag. So you said coda, Joey. So so 
it's like a nice little slice. It's a good place to start and, in a way, a good place to end when it comes to barbershop. Well, it's right? typically so, the end of a song. It is it's literally like the, last the end of a song. Words, okay. Last couple chords, but yep. it's easy to. There's there's so many in in barbershop in the barbershop harmony society. There's that are tags for just the sake of being tags. They've become their own little art form. So, and people will stand around until the, the wee small hours of the morning teaching each other these tags. Right. It's All right, so I wouldn't be a good podcaster if I didn't ask you to, can you give me an example of one? Now, lamentably, we, we have, is that a word, lamentably? Sure. Regrettably, we have three, we only have three, but what you don't mm. know is I had the fourth uh, of your gang murdered on the way over here <laughs> in the hopes that I could become the Ringo star that replaces the Pete Best or you, the whatever. You well, cut Joe, out. Joey will teach us all a tag. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Kid, so kid, give me an example of one. Uh, you guys don't have to do it in four. I don't want to embarrass you or anything, but in the three-part harmony, which I guess well, doesn't, doesn't that's exist. that's actually against the rules. Oh, you're, you're literally not allowed to do it. No way, man. Yeah. That's like off the table. Oh, oh boy. Well, color me disappointed. But wait. Uh, <laughs> or color you included. I all right. Well, then. But Okay. So when I was there, I remember, the, I think the classic one, the quintessential one, for a non-barber sharper like me, just of uh, an observer, it's the won't you be mine, right? It's the won't you be mine. I'm murdering it there. These guys are this killing is, over. Oh, that's. that's this like, is one I don't know. Uh, are you kidding me? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Wait, so wait, Am wait. I mixing a Yeah, couple? what you're doing what right now doing? is you're remembering that the first time you heard me sing Barbershop was in the Camp Telnor talent show. Yeah. Which was the first time I ever performed in public at all, I would say, probably. And we learned Light okay. a Rose. And the tag to Light a Rose is, oh, won't you okay. be? Right. And, right. and that, that was actually your way of mocking right. my beautiful tones that I presented to you on the stage. Oh, we did it so many times. That's it, why it's in my brain. In the new gym at Camp Tunnel. Yeah. yeah. It's not actually uh, a well-known uh, barbershop song, that one in particular. The, the song is very well known. The tag is not often okay. sung for some odd reason. I can't explain that one. So that the song, there is a song, Ragtime, this is like barbershop for the for dummies. I'm the dummy in this situation. I think the there's way. four in the room. This, <laughs> no, so uh, this I remember... Uh, all right, Hello My Baby. Is that the name of a song? Yes. Hello, yeah. My yes. Hello, yes. Hello My Baby. Hello My Ragtime Girl. Ragtime Girl. Okay, so. <laughs> you got it. It's <laughs> No, I don't. No, I don't. I feel bad. So close. So close. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm sitting with like, you know, uh, Alex Rodriguez and David Ortiz and like Frank Thomas and I'm going, no, but guys, this is how you hit, really hit a curveball. <laughs> like this. Like this. Watch me hit it. Um, so. Uh, so what's the tag to that song? Does anyone know off the top of their head? Oh gosh! Um, hello, my baby. Hello, Probably my not an often sung tag that for the sake of singing tags. Well, I think we should just the, the four of us should sing a tag together yeah. right now. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that would be allowed. Yeah. Even, yeah. even though I'm uninitiated. There, yeah, we could sing okay. the Marlene tag. Yeah. There's, oh yeah. There's, there's, there's Lily different Mar levels of difficulty. Okay. So and we're gonna go with the. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go with the David Yes. Uh, that's okay. That's okay, Bob. There's I kindergarten, and then what is the thing before kindergarten? What's before nursery school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Once that again, I'm terrible. the one in the diaper in this situation. <laughs> so that's, that's right. fine. You started it. No, no. I, I did. You're right. I did. Okay. So, yeah. So how, how, would, you, how would you teach me? First of all, I, there are four parts, right? So right. what are the four parts? Uh, the four parts are lead, tenor, baritone, and bass. And okay. you're going to sing the lead part. I am. Yes. It's no. only one note. One word, one note. So it's it. I, I told you there's kindergarten and then there's. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's counterintuitive to me, but lead is the easiest one to do. Lead is the melody, and and it isn't considered a harmony part. So if you know the tune, you can sing lead. 
okay. most recognizable. People, yeah. when go to sh- barbershop shows, people hum the melody. Like, they go home and they remember that part. You know, it's like okay. pervasive. Like, so, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. That's the lead part, too. That's the lead part. Hello, okay. My baby. Hello, my baby. Okay. So, so what's the tag we're going to do? Well, now, now I sh- now I should mention I don't I, I, I'm kind of jumping all over the place here, but um, uh, you know Bob that which, was a really nice deflection by the way. <laughs> no 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 I want to come back to it I want to come back to it are we going to talk about rap now I don't know yeah I don't know what the opposite of a segue was but that's what that just was right now that was like that it was, was really like, it was really good it was like seamless car crash um, well, we can, yeah you can, yeah we'll go uh, out with a bang with the tag well no that's we'll, fine. Go ahead, um, this is the point in the show where I usually just say I screwed everything up. And that's what happens. <laughs> and that was the day I pissed off all the barbershop guys that were such nice guys. No, no, what I was going to say was, should we listen to an example of a tag first before we actually, you guys teach me how to do one? Or should we just go into it? Uh, Thoughts? I think it's easier to just do okay, it. Okay, let's yeah. do it. This is a podcast. Okay, okay let's do it. We're just gonna... I agree. This is experimental radio. That's yeah. what um, podcasting is. Okay. I didn't even bring my pitch pipe. Oh gosh, same. I know. Same, I know. Uh, <clears throat> well, actually, Mike, what part do you sing usually? I can, in a tag, I can do whatever. Okay. Not bass. Joey, you have be, to sing Joey tenor. be the bass. Okay. You, oh, not bass or tenor then? Huh? Because I'll tenor. sing baritone. Yeah. I'm fine with tenor. Yeah, you should All do right. the baritone. You're a pretty good baritone. Also, listeners, yeah. this is a really important part. This is yeah. actually culture in this itself like, in yes. the barbershop area. It's like, who's going to sing what part? You got exactly. that part. What can you sing? So this is actually it's a like very pickup basketball game. Yeah, very much so. Who plays center? Who plays guard? Yeah. Yeah. Who sits on the who bench? The ball. That's me. Who brought yeah. the ball? It, it's kind of <laughs> worth saying that the the beginning of the art form there was actually no right answer, mm-hmm. right? So you, David, would sing the melody, and the other three people would just figure out the the, the harmonies. Yep. A lot of times it wouldn't even be very accurate, but it was just kind of fun trying to figure out what it would be. So it wasn't always great to be listened to, mm-hmm. but it, but it was fun to try and do, and, and no one was sitting around judging that part. But then we've got that we know of. That, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Some, somebody probably was. If it was me. Um, so, but na- but now we're at the point where uh, you Bob's know, grabbed it, his yeah, phone and he's got. Oh, yeah. There's got to be uh, an app. They, as they say, there's an app for that. For Bar- the, yeah. Barbershop ta- barbershoptags.com. Now the cla- but the classic. Yeah, you gotta have that. All right, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you, Bob. All right, you guys, you guys take it from here. Um, um, tell me what to do. All right, Joey, you're on. All right, um, so the lead part gets the hanger. Yep. Okay, great. So the lead part goes like this. Marlene. That's me. And that day, okay. that's going to be you. <clears throat> uh, Mike, you've got the tenor. Yeah. So <clears throat> Dave's going to start with his Marlene. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it's first time. i got to swing a warm-up bad from an art. Mar. Do it again, please, Joey. Marlene. Okay. Marlene. <clears throat> Do you want to lower it a little Mar- bit? No, I got it. Okay. Marlene. Yeah. Put the clap. Do the clap thing on the keyboard. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Now, in this tag, that's considered a post, where you just post up until next Wednesday, and we'll call you. Okay. Uh, gonna, which also means you're going to hold it as long as you can. Yes. Oh, I do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, till good. next Wednesday, if you could, preferably. Uh, and right. then uh, the Get three of water. us will harmonize around that. Mike will uh, will get you down with the tag. Actually, do we just know this? Can we just do yeah. it? Or Okay. okay. We're gonna, listeners, we're going to skip the part where we teach the tag. We know the tag. Here it is. When you're ready, and what part am I singing? Uh, I'm not sure. Bass. Am I bass? Yeah, bass. Right, Michael. Make sure you're close enough. You're you're fading away from. He, Michael's leaning back. He's That's doing a Mr. Song. Casual, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Mar, give me that note again, please. Marlene. Okay, I'm ready. You guys ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Marlene. Lily 
Marlene. Yeah! Yes! That's it. I did it! Yeah. That is it. That was awesome. Isn't that cool? It was really good. That just happened. That was really good. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we like to call that instant community. Yeah. Right? Because we can can grab anyone off the street and do that, and and everyone says that they can't sing, Mm -hmm. and we prove to them, yeah, you can. They're all liars. All liars. Yeah. Yeah. This feels really good, Kleino, because Michael, the last time I went to you with a, uh, like I said, I was too afraid to do a tag. This is redemption, like 20 years later. It must have been 20 years ago, more maybe. I can't believe you're afraid to do anything. I I know. I've I've seen you in action. I know. What was was Singing of all things. All right. Well, that felt really good. Well, it's Uh, vulnerable. You know, I think a lot of singing is is allowing yourself to be vulnerable. And I think think that is the piece that is actually people are not used to. That is is the piece. People say they're terrible singers, but really they're just fearful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, hey, we get it. Yeah. We just we just forget the everybody. Fear. <laughs> it's very very rare that you find someone who truly can't carry a tune. It's it's mostly uh, because culturally we're just not there anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I used to be a church musician, a church cantor, and I and I will uh, I cantered in a church that shall not be named where there was <laughs> not a lot of singing along. Okay, and you know you stand up in the front and you lead the hymns and whatnot, and then I just kind of got used to that. And then I guest cantered at my mother's church on the Cape. Mm. And the, which was all like the parents of the baby boom generation. Right. And I got up to cue the first hymn, and they, when I had hair at the time, mm-hmm. they blew my hair back. I was like, what is going on? And it was just more proof that the generation prior to mine was much more comfortable singing. You say you, they blew your hair back, meaning? They um, sang their lungs out. They were at the top right. of their lungs, like. You know, whatever it happened to be, lift high. I thought they had brought in a fan <laughs> for the purposes of blowing your hair back They'd and making also it look more dramatic. Fan, well, that actually. would have been good too. No, they but, were very so, into it. Like, that's what I'm trying to tell you. No, so, the, <laughs> so what you're saying is, like, it varied from church to church. They were enthusiastic. They, well, it was they, an older generation on that I church. See. Yeah, right. The, the the average age was you know 60s, 70s, 80s, whereas the I was in, in a more of a family church at the time that just it, it was more from my generation where thinking that you could just stand up there and sing with no intimidation was. Uh, isn't really part of the way that, and is meaning the, my generation thinks. Right. And now you're drawing examples from church, which can be sort of its own thing, but is that a, is that a generational thing across all of our society that, that is singing becoming even more and more of a lost art? I mean, you could argue all those idiots standing in line for American Idol, they love singing. Yeah. But but for the right reasons, I don't. Well, know. It, 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 it's <laughs> making ahead, a, it's making a comeback. And interrupt me at any time. It's making a comeback. You're right. Yeah, uh, big big time. But in uh, that, I think has a lot to do with the work that we've done. We're, we're pretty proud of that. But uh, what what happened was that uh, you went from the point where you had to make your own music. Uh, then now we're at the point where we're just receiving music all the time. And, yeah. and, and even go back. I mean, Bob and I are at the age where, where the only music we heard was what the DJ told us we could hear. Right, we had, we had 10, 12 stations, and if that's what they were playing, that's what we listened to. Yeah. Right, and and, and now uh, your kids are, are yeah. they, they've got a thousand songs on the iPod, and they download one, and that's what they listen to. Uh, yeah, and by the way, I finally become old man. Yeah, as like I don't understand this music that you're listening to, <laughs> and this is from a guy that I I used to DJ. Uh, yeah, I DJ like just for kicks. I DJ weddings and bar mitzvahs and things like that. And all through the the '90s and the aughts and whatever up to th- 2008, like I loved all the hip hop stuff. Now I don't get it. Like I really don't. The stuff they're listening to now is like to me every song sounds like. Mm, t- mm, t- 
I got my car and I drove down the street and I went and in a minute. It's like the no melody. Hip hop no. is the new right. pop. Mega <laughs> super hit right there. You should write yeah. that down. I, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It did that's have all, all of the, the facets. But, but, yeah. it, it, it's driven by percussion rather than by, by melody. That's that's. Is that right, Bob? Is yeah, it, and yeah. like yeah. and a repetitive, boring, you know, percussion uh, at that. But well, but let's get back to what you yeah. guys do because yeah. the particular we're no experts on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. So tell me, let's, uh, well, let, let me just go, I'll go to Joey and then to Bob. Joey, just, t- we heard Michael's origins, his origin story, <laughs> becoming a a, uh, a barbershop superstar. Yes. Uh, yeah. Superhero. <laughs> uh, but Joey, tell us yours and then and, uh, how you got started sure. and all that. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I got an interesting start, uh, maybe another common start for a lot of uh, budding barbershoppers. Uh, I was in the chorus in high school, and then got involved in the musical called The Music Man, which, uh, for those who know, is has a his, you know iconic barbershop quartet in it. So mm. I reluctantly got cast as a uh, as the baritone school board member uh, in a summer production. That was the real kicker. I didn't want to. Per- I was in high school. I didn't want to participate in this at all. And I'm telling you all this negative stuff because I didn't want to do it. And then I did it, and it was awesome, and I loved it. And then I. So didn't. what part did you have? You're- I was the baritone. So in in and the you chorus. Stayed. So- <laughs> and I and I stayed for a little bit as a baritone. <laughs> What's the signature song of uh, the Music Man? I'm forgetting. Oh, it. Light a Rose. I think is probably the biggest one. Yeah. Yeah. Ice okay. Cream is another one. Ice right? Cream. Uh, uh, oh no, no, that, is that then, actually a song, or is that just the intro to a song? It's a quickie, but the Beatles covered. Uh, uh, there were bells on the hill. Bells on the yeah. Oh yeah. Till there was you. Till there was you. Till there was you. That's, was you. Yeah. All that's right. a great hit. So that's Good. how I uh, I got. Uh, kind of roped in, uh, heard the music, and just was electrified. And then, uh, interestingly enough, I, I took another six years to actually join the society. I, <laughs> Who I, uh, was the person that got you into the society? Because being in the being in a Music Man production doesn't always necessarily mean you're going to like automatically get connected to the mm-hmm, barbershop mm-hmm. society. So I'm curious how that. Yeah, happened. there's a really cool sewed story here. So uh, the musical director of that show was my musical high school teacher. Uh, Carl Rondina from Chelmsford High School, who uh, Mike, I think, had saw the production or somehow mm-hmm. had gotten, mm-hmm. you know, intertwined that. And so the guy sitting next to me in the studio right now was actually the guy who brought me into the society. It only took him six years to do it. Right. Uh, part of he's that, very persistent. Yeah, he's very <laughs> persistent. Um, but no, yeah. no, that was, and honestly, I, I, I say in jest because those six years were my fault, and it was it was personally. I think know, they were Mike's fault. Yeah, you know, can we blame it on him for, for you know for the sake of? Let's do that. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, when I was 22, I joined uh, a chorus in Lowell that Mike had introduced me to six years prior. And uh, been do- I'm 31 now. I've been doing it ever since. Well, been and, doing and, it ever since. And not only doing it, kicking... Kicking ass? Oh, yeah. I, you can swear can say, on the I, podcast. Can, can say ass? Yes. Okay. I've done a couple of things. <laughs> there's, there's, some, there's some cool, you, you there's some cool things I've done. Uh, and notably, three years ago, I got to sing the anthem at Fenway Park. That Come was, on. Yeah. That in was very cool. pretty yeah. epic. And that is quartet? actually... that uh, In a quartet. Uh, with Downtown Crossing Barbershop Is it on YouTube? It is on YouTube. Look for Downtown Crossing Fenway Anthem. I'm sure it's one of the first ones that'll come up. Um, That's a fun, good How did that come about? Well, um, I... uh, Alongside Downtown Crossing Quartet, I've been singing with them for the better part of a decade at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I also sing, uh, used to sing with a chorus in Lexington, Massachusetts called Vocal Revolution. Uh, then at the time I joined them, they were called Sounds of Concord. And, uh, in Lexington. In Lexington, yeah, yeah. weirdly enough. And uh, so they got an opportunity through one of our members to sing at the park. Uh, and so we did that one year. It was fantastic. And, and here we uh, go. And this is us. This is, That's, this is you guys. This is awesome. Let's take a listen. Ooh. 
Joey, which one are you? Uh, second from the left. Oh, okay. You look Looks more, like man. more clean cut than you do today. Well, no offense. <laughs> he's younger. I've yeah. seen better days. <laughs> he's 31 now. He's old. Yeah. yeah. See what's great about the video is you can't see my head be whipped every time I take a breath. So I'm really I'm excited about that. I just saw that. Wait, what do you mean by that? He yeah. has to wind up before he breathes. Yeah. So oh. <laughs> we were at the park. I had a good form. See <laughs> so that? He just whipped. He's gonna do it again. Someone tells me somebody with some some someone on a judging panel may have pointed that out to you at some point. Yeah. Uh, don't listen. But tell me. Tell me, Dave Gatz, as a sports fan, you wouldn't want to be standing behind home. Oh, are you kidding me? Right. So and, this is actually... And have, and have your, your picture up there on the scoreboard. Yeah, this ending is pretty great, actually. Oh, yeah, okay. Take a listen Let's to this. Awesome. Yeah. And so you hit that last chord yeah. and you hear 35,000 people get yeah. on their feet. That's, it, was, it was pretty great. That's friggin' awesome. What um, is there a name for that thing you did at the end? That like, swiping the, thing? Yeah. The, the, yes, it's called a swipe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that what it's called? Like when they yep. went like... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that... Because you can, you can just... Uh, it's like any other you know pub, uh, public performance in front of a crowd. Like There are certain things that are going to get the crowd yeah. to go <clears> crazy. <throat> it's the reason why... Every rock band says it's so great to be back in Boston. Yeah. Ah! It's like, and, and uh, today we were walking down Newbury Street. Oh my God! Yeah, I know where that is. You know, but um, but but not just so excitement it's not, by association. Well, really. yeah, but it's not apples to apples. Like this is a better way to get the crowd into something is like you could have sung the anthem just completely straight. It, uh, barbershop is cool. Everybody likes likes barbershop uh, and. But when you did that, people were like, oh, yeah. yeah that's right. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I, um, I just want to say, sweet. I, did, I yeah. did it without the swipe. Oh, I, yeah. And what I did without the swipe for the Boston Celtics, I, I sorry, with the simple one, I walked off the court at the Boston Garden. Right. And uh, greeted by Doc Rivers, who at nice. the time was a coach of the Boston Celtics, and said, oh, man. great job of Mike Klein. This guy who didn't think he could sing in quick chorus in high school Sung at the Boston Garden, and and Doc Rivers and gave you a huzzah. Yeah, and uh, Cedric That's Maxwell cool. said he wanted to sing with us next time. <laughs> I wonder how never, that would have went. I will. <laughs> uh, so that's. Uh, I would have blocked him. Uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Nick. I'm here to tell you about an affliction that affects millions of Americans every year. It's growing, and there's no end in sight. I'm talking, of course, about podcast envy. Hi, I'm George. I suffered from podcast envy. Sure, I had a podcast, but it wasn't the biggest deal. It was just insignificant compared to other podcasts. I felt so inadequate. Hi, I'm Buck. I felt myself consistently looking at other podcasts. They seemed so massive. My friends and I were finally able to conquer podcast envy when I found the Boston Podcast Network. They gave us a new podcast, a mighty powerful one, too. They even gave it a name. Shawshanked. We finally had a podcast, one we could hold up high and be proud of. We were now able to whip out our podcast and expose it publicly. Thousands of people received our podcast on the internet on pod617.com. Some enjoy our podcast in bits and spurts. Many prefer to swallow it whole. Either way, don't wait any longer. Please act now. End your own podcast envy. Go to pod617.com and take hold of your own podcast. Find our podcast Shawshank. See if you can handle it. 
Don't be ashamed of your little podcast. Get a big one at pod617.com. So uh, I promised I'd go around the bend here. So, so Bob, uh, give us a little bit of your origin story, as they sure. say, and then, and then we want, and then since you strike me as a humble guy, the other two guys can tell us why you're such a big shot because we've <laughs> we've kind of buried the lead here, and we'll get to that. We'll tease. We'll explain to you what what There's Bob Martin, Bob Martin's you're connection <laughs> to <laughs> Bob Martin's connection to to Jimmy Fallon. That's right, the Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Ooh, Fallon. The Jimmy Fallon. The yeah. Jimmy Fallon. The yeah. Jimmy Fallon. <clears throat> but Bob, tell us, uh, yeah, a little bit. Of background sure thing i uh it, it all started in high school for me too uh high school chorus teacher um i actually stayed in chorus i knew it wasn't cool but i stayed anyway <laughs> you're and, a bigger man <laughs> <laughs> two out of three not bad I know, yeah. but, um i'll wait but I, uh, Bob, Bob, there's a bump waiting for Joey's. Oh, I just uh, need yeah, fist. I left him hanging. That was, that was brutal. very not cool. That was that not was cool. brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's part that of was my a submersive, subversive personality. That's a anyway. baritone hanger right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's for all the jokes. That's, I fun, that's funny. That's funny in barbershop land. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, your barbershop's gonna laugh <laughs> at that one. Getting the uh, oh, man. okay. So. Uh, had a chorus teacher who singled myself, <laughs> Sorry, <I was> a <laughs> singled out myself and another person who turned out to be an extremely influential barbershopper and a couple other guys out to, to teach us how to sing a four-part thing. We sang it on a variety show um, at, the, at the annual variety show at school. And I'm and sorry, I, I, I missed this. In Forgive Norwood, me. Massachusetts, Norwood, Mass. By the way. I'm a yes. Sharon guy. Excellent. I'm a Sharon right So, yeah, I'm a product right. of this prestigious Norwood music program. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, uh, one of the local barbershop chapter guys was at the show and he saw us and he happened to be the the dad of this girl that we knew. So he invited us to come down to the local chapter, which was uh, rehearsing down on Prospect Street or somewhere, I forget exactly where at this point. Um, and we went, we were a fully formed quartet that of teenage boys that showed up at a barbershop uh chapter and they kind of went bananas because it was unheard of. Did you have a name for the group? Uh, yeah, we, we were actually, at that point, we were called the Boys Next Door. That's and nice. We, and we could pull it off because <laughs> we were an average age of 17.1 months or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, so yeah, and that other dude, Tom Shalou, uh, I'm still friends with and still sing with and he's the one who got me connected to the Tonight And show. he's a comedian, as I understand. Yes. Uh, t- yeah, he's Tom a stand-up Shalou. and a radio TV personality. Um and uh, actor. So mm-hmm. we've stayed friends through the years. We actually still actively sing together. Uh, three of the guys that I started out with, plus a, a, a fella from Dedham who was going to come tonight. We'll have mm. to give him some more uh, crap. About he'd, that. he'd be yeah, sitting right the, there. The, ch- the yeah, empty chair. The he's empty chair. Um, so you have got. So you became the arranger for the the gang that appears on The Tonight Show when Jimmy Fallon does these bits. That's Sorry, did I jump correct. ahead? No, no. Oh, okay. That was, a fast, that was a fast move. Yeah, uh, a little okay. bit, yeah. yeah. I sort of regretted time, it halfway into it. But, uh. Well, Barbershop has been very good to me. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Um, I uh, The origin story of the Ragtime Gals is yeah. also kind of a classic show business story. Uh, Tom Shalou, who had been um, working in New York for years as a stand-up and knew a ton of other stand-ups, uh, in uh, in New York and loved to sing, so he was always trying to get other people to sing with him. Mm-hmm. So uh, he ended up forming a comedy quartet about fifteen plus years ago um, of other comics, and they would go to clubs and they had this kind of risque, goofy quartet act that they would do that was really a stand-up act, but it had quartet singing in it. 
Uh, we even so made a, and even and made a movie actually of a waiting for Guffman style barbershop movie. Which oh my is, goodness! They made one. Uh, yes, I yeah, didn't, it's I didn't unreleased. Know. unreleased. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, of course. Um, Still waiting for that <laughs> but, release. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, it's, it's it's because by the way, sorry to interrupt you, Bob, but no, you're not. Uh, <laughs> not that, well, it's my fucking podcast. So <laughs> shut up, Kleine. Um, um, so, <laughs> so no, the. Uh, it, you referred to Waiting for Guffman, the amazing uh, Christopher Guest movie, and he likes to lampoon sort of uh, cultures and little niches of society yeah. that are lovable and sometimes take themselves a little too seriously, like the dog uh, show and yeah. Best in Mighty, Show. And, Mighty, Mighty Wind would be very very close yeah. to what I, I and, imagine Barbershop would be like. That's where I was going. Yeah. Barbershop Thanks for was, stepping on my I took, I took it. From, <laughs> well, t- <laughs> you, you have a stepping on my toe? Ow. Ow. Yeah, wait. It's it's right here. Wait, Screw wait. you, Kleine. Oh. <laughs> God, that sounded like my voice. That's it did, great. it did. Yeah. Is that pre-recorded? Well, <laughs> Tom actually <laughs> give give Tom credit because he knew that Barbershop was ripe for that kind of a yeah. send up. So yeah. Oh, so that's what his film. so that's what his act was like. Oh, and the, and the film. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go well, ahead. well, the, the the film comes into it because one of the other actors in the film uh, was a New York City comic who fast forward ten years later is the head writer for Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. Huh. Come on. What's so, his name? So uh, eighty miles. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so Tom had been working a little bit as a bit actor on Late Night uh, and got to know Jimmy a little bit. And Miles was the head writer, and they kept talking about, oh, we got to do this barbershop thing Um, because Jimmy loves music. He loves to sing. Yeah. So uh, it finally came around, and Jimmy came up with the idea uh, of a barbershop quartet that sings uh, raunchy R&B tunes, but in a very square way. (laughs) And they asked Tom. They said to Tom, they were like, we want to do this, uh, um, but we we need someone to make the song for us. Yeah. And they were like, can you do it? And he was like, no, but I do know someone who can. Nice. <laughs> this is so cool. Yeah. Bob, I'm so happy you're here because I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Fallon. I'm a huge fan of the creative uh, streaks that he has brought to the show. Yeah, and, that, and that is a, this is a prime example. The, the other example, there are two. There are two recurring bits that he does that I love more than anything else. One is this one, and we're going to listen to an example in one moment. The other one, which we won't listen to because it's not on point, but is the is the the childhood instruments bit yeah, that he oh does. Yeah. Have you oh, seen the, that? The classroom the instruments. Classroom yeah. instruments, exactly, yeah. where he gets the roots together. And I had a chance to meet the roots once, and and um, I was so starstruck. What's his name? Questlove wasn't there, mm-hmm. but I was at a bar in New York, and like almost all the roots were there. There was Twig, there was Branchy, there was no. So, the, but um, <laughs> that took me a minute. Was no, there was. Uh, uh, Mark is the one. Mark is Lim one of the dreadlocks. Was, was, was super nice. Nah, yeah, Lim was there too. No, but the the only question I wanted to ask all of them is what what chi- what child what uh, school? What did you call it? Classroom. What classroom instrument were you playing when you did uh, Blurred Lines by Alan Thicke? And um, one of the dudes was making fun of the other dude because he was playing like a an avocado, like a, this is like a, hol- like a hold maraca. Up. Yeah, like a maraca <laughs> shaped like an avocado. That's the only thing he did in the whole song. But anyways, so. This has been repeated many times. So, are you called upon every time Jimmy Fallon does this bit? Yes, I've done, I did all of them. All, all right, so so all of them and then some. So, so this mm-hmm. one, so so here's here's uh, the baby got back bit. I probably shouldn't have, I probably should have, shouldn't have even have uh, cheesed it that way. But what the hell? Let's take a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, combining the four part harmony of barbershop quartet with the music of Sir Mixlot, mm-hmm. please welcome the Ragtime mm-hmm. Gal. The intro. Are so fresh. Yeah. Do you know who Sir Mix a lot was? 
<laughs> did you know Sir mix Yes, yes, yes I did, yeah. Oh my golly, Becky. Look at her bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have the pitch paint. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. When a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get the front. Wanna pull up top cause you know that the butt was up. Deep in the jeans she's wearing, I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Oh baby, I wanna get with you and take your picture. My homeboys tried to warn me, but that fun got makes me so horny. I'm so horny. Ooh, rumple smooth skin, so you wanna get in my bands? Well, use me, use me, cause you ain't that average groupie. Fellas, yeah. fellas, yeah. has your girlfriend got the butt? Hell yeah. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake, it, shake, it, shake that, that healthy butt. butt. Baby got back. <laughs> you can tell they're not done. Cause I'm long, long and I'm strong, strong and I'm gonna get the friction on. So ladies, yeah, ladies, yeah, if you wanna roll my Mercedes, Mercedes, then turn around, turn around stick it out, stick it out, even white boys, boys got to shop. <laughs> you screwed that part up, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, though. It's really good. Yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, they got more, I guess, right? <clears throat> yeah, there's a little we're bit more. They're trying to get to, they're trying to make it the rest of it. Bring it home, Jimmy. Right. The big tag. God's cracking up. My ever loving baby got back. Yes. Nicely done. Nicely done. Unbelievable. That is the baby got back tag. I have that. There it is. Right. That's the tag. All right. I have so. Oh my God. I have so many questions. This is. This is. I, uh, I'm so psyched you're here, Bob, because um, we could spend so, so much horny time been on used this. In about I know, right. exactly. <laughs> well, well the, 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 probably the funniest, the, one of the many fun things is to go through the tune and, 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 and figure out, okay, what am I going to give to Tom that he can absolutely crush? Yes, crush. <laughs> Tom does, Tom does and, his normal missing bass. And the fact that, uh, the fact that it was, uh, the, the line, I'm so horny, was in there. I'm like, this is... This is amazing. Yeah, it writes itself <laughs> practically. Exactly. Well, that's what's so brilliant about the the bit is it can be repeated. I mean, you think of a, a bit, take, you know, Saturday Night Live, and there was a skit that was kind of funny once where a guy would walk up and, and order a sub sandwich, and i say, can I get some extra juice? And you guys remember this, the guy behind the desk would go, you oh, like, like the juice. You like yeah, the juice. I like that one, yeah. You like, I like the, the juice. juice. <laughs> and so it was just a funny line, but that was the only funny part about the skit. And they brought it back like three times. And it's yeah. like, how many times can we like at the juice? But, but with this, like every hip-hop song, every song that seems so anti-barbershop that you then turn into a barbershop song it's has its own little like bits and funny jokes and everything. How many times has it been done? Do you even know, Bob? Uh, I like think eight. we're on 13. Wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. You've got yeah. a full-length album. Yeah, <laughs> really. Hey. I know, cross your fingers. <laughs> Marketing opportunity right there. <laughs> I know, I know. And so did, did you get... No, I missed something. So you said... You said uh, Tom, you give it to Tom. What, what's Tom rolling this? Tom's uh, rolling Tom this? is the, he's one of the, the guys guy second from the left. Oh, okay. And, who, and so we and got. He's a Norwood guy. Right. Yeah. So we got Tom accounted for. We got Norwood's Fal- in that direction, by the way. I just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. really You have to picture way. us yeah. pointing. We're in Westwood. Oh, now I know what time you're talking about. Exactly. It's the next town over. Yeah, thank you. Pointing in the. You know, it wouldn't have mattered. We would have bought it. So 
And then there are two other dudes who are, th- so those are not professional barbershoppers. Barber they're Well, there's Jimmy, who's singing lead. Okay, right. And then it, it, this is the, the actually one of the many, many things that's amazing about uh, the late, late Night with Jimmy Fallon, which became The Tonight Show, is that there is a staggering amount of talent yeah. within the staff. So the guy on the far right who's singing tenor, who's a full voice tenor, by the way. Wow, I saw, I noticed full that. Full voice tenor. That was awesome. Th- that shit doesn't happen. Right. Okay. okay, yeah. Uh, is, happens to be the supervising editor for the show. Okay, and th- that's just staff. a happy coincidence. Oh, yeah, yep. okay. Wow. Uh, and actually, now he's a director. He was supervising editor. In but he case. hadn't sung barbershop before this. Uh, he'd sung in choir and stuff. So he was a uh, he. You know, he had a singing in his background, but he never sung barbershop. Mm. Um, he knew the language, but not the dialect. Indeed. Um, and the first arrangement place. I wrote for them actually <laughs> was a total shot in the dark because. Uh, you know, Tommy, I was on vacation in, in the Outer Banks and I get an email from Tom and he's like, oh, can you arrange this by Monday? I'm like, uh, sure. This is the first one? Yeah, mm-hmm. first one I had to what go on YouTube. Was it? it was, uh, it was, um, uh, me, me so horny. Uh, no, 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 no. No, it was Sweat <laughs> by, f- yeah, by, gonna make you sweat. Here, I got it in the book. CNC Music Factory? Yeah. Yeah. We're looking it up as we, uh, take it, take your time. Uh, there's a Ragtime Gals book? Uh, no, there isn't. Okay. We're going to look this up, too. How do you know what chord to use for I'm so horny? Like, uh, <laughs> inner circle. You that feel it. Inner circle. <laughs> you feel it. Um, so the reggae group, actually, that's the reason the, the, the ragtime gals striped colors are the stripes that they are. It's actually the flags. It's the Jamaican flag because that's <laughs> oh, really? the very first bit they did. Okay. And then it that went is, viral. It made the well, front page Well, it's funny they didn't choose. It was crazy. Wait, do I know that song? What is it called? Uh, it's called Oh, you know la, 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 Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, All right, that's fair. But yeah. I still that's great trivia right there. I did is. not know yeah. the origination of the colors. That's yeah, I yeah. know. And, and it, uh, yeah, they used it. Was, they it was, did the bit once hoping it would go well. and, and It uh, went well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it, it did good. okay. It was a mailbag. The, 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 the audience member said, I've always wanted to see a barbershop quartet sing reggae. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. It was See, the audience yeah. suggestion box. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then remarkably, they had one prepared. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, which is <laughs> which is the essence of of late night uh, talk show humor, right? Uh, and I don't know if Letterman invented that, but it was it was like, hey Dave, uh, the letter from you know James and Peoria. Funny hey Dave, I, yeah, I wonder what it would look like if a watermelon got dropped from ten stories up. Well, you know, James, uh, it's funny you said that because we just did it the other day. I think Letterman yeah. says everything he did he learned from Steve Allen, but I don't know. I'm making that up. It could be. Yeah. It could be. By the way, just uh, completely random since you brought up Letterman. Letterman appeared on Mark Maron's podcast just recently, and apparently it's the first podcast. David Letterman does not know what a podcast is. By the way, Dave, <laughs> you're invited to be on this podcast. <laughs> let's talk some Dave on Dave violence here. I mean, Dave, let's do that. Dave, you said barbershop. Court that's on too. He, he did a, that's right, a he did yeah. a top ten, right? Top ten. That's right. I top ten things. Yeah, top ten things you hear in a in a in a taxi cab. And hey, does this look infected? <laughs> <to you? laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Letterman in person. So, <laughs> Letterman in person. What was it? You're person? one ugly bastard. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, oh, genius. Yeah. So by oh, the, the way, irony. By the way, just uh, fans of all things podcasting. Make sure you check out Letterman long form interview with Mark Marin on on uh, his Marin's podcast. It's just and Letterman still doesn't know. He's like, I still don't understand what a podcast is, Mark. But I love I love what you've done That's with funny. this. <laughs> anyway, but Bob, so uh, just a, a couple final thoughts on this. Sure, I think most people that see that Fallon bit presume that it is a real uh, barbershop quartet, like a professional mm-hmm. barbershop quartet, and not so much. It, it's kind of a, a piece together for the very purpose of this 
bit. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. It's the it's with you and the, the wings. Head, the head writer. Yeah. Uh, TV actor Tom Shalou, Jimmy himself, and Chris Tartaro, who's a, a a director on the show. Plus, oftentimes a big star guest. That's mm-hmm. the yeah. the the bit expanded. Um, Second or third time in, they they emailed me and they said, "Hey, can we do one with five parts? Because we want to get Justin Timberlake involved." Oh yeah, so, I remember that one too. Um, so they're now at this point, it's actually become a guest vehicle more mm. than anything. Mm. So, I think it's funny that they had to go to you and say, "Can you do five parts?" Because we've got Justin Timberlake. It would be funny if you'd be like, "No," <laughs> but we've got Justin. Sorry. <laughs> Can't help. No, you. can do. I yeah, think it's worth mentioning. Called quartet for a reason, motherfucker. No. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Michael. Well, it's, it's highly possible they are actually the only professional barbershop quartet. Well, like, they're definitely the highest rated one that I know of. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by that? They're. I don't know. Any, I don't know anyone making a lot of money singing a barbershop. So, so <laughs> in, is that true? So, in, and is that does that pain you because it, it's a uh, it's an art form and you guys are very talented and uh, does it pain us? Does Did I? Bob, Bob should be the most pained. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the only one here with talent. But. And has it always been that way? I would think that if I, if I would think that if I wanted a barbershop quartet at my event, I would be happy to pay something. Oh, we'll take money. Yeah. We do. We do. Oh, so it's definitely not. Well, like most art, it's not a full time job. I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, I guess. Um, so let's take a break while we think of all the things that I've left out here. Kleino, I put you in charge, but I have to do a live read here. Because on the Boston Podcast, this is not the only podcast that we feature, although you may think it is, because what more would you need than this uh, thrilling Monday through Friday? By the way, the sound effects you hear in the back are the barbershop boys enjoying a cocktail. Keeping the <laughs> Another reason to Keep, visit us here. Keeping the bar and barbershop. <laughs> there you go. By the way, you guys you guys do like, I, I, one of the things I remember about going to the, the barbershop uh, uh, chapter meeting that you guys had is there's a drink up afterwards to, oh, yeah. to borrow a rugby term. Yeah, you, yeah, you go to a bar and then you hang out and then might break into song, might not, right? Well, it, drink, sounds, it sounds better at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds better with every additional uh, Jameson. So. A little singing juice never hurt a, a little singing juice, yeah. Uh, but let me take a break here from the, the, singing, the singing boys here to tell you about a podcast. Another podcast on our network, it's called Are You Not Entertained? And uh, Mike Klein, you're gonna, you know this guy who does this podcast. You'll be particularly interested because Are You Not Entertained features Eddie Nathanson of Red Pill Talent. All episodes appear on pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Eddie talks to some of the best experts in employer branding across the country. Companies need talent. Ed finds out how to stand out in this crowded field and attract the right people. But as it happens, he also has a crazy amount of fun blasting you with pop culture from Spider-Man to Seinfeld. Wait, hold on a minute. As I was saying... From Spider-Man to Seinfeld. Where the hell is my Seinfeld? Uh, oh, wait, here it is. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby McFerrin. Okay, enough. Uh, from Spider-Man to Seinfeld, from Tom Brady to Bobby Brady, from Terminator 2 to Tupac Shakur. Did you get all that? There's a lot in there. Subscribe, share, and consume this delicious pod. Are you not entertained at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network, in pod we trust. So, um, tell me about... So, the Barbershop Harmer, Harmony Society... Is your uh, your cult? Yes, <laughs> your church represented, yep. right? Church, yep. And but but uh, tell me about it because people don't. Th- th- it's always fascinating to me how there are these communities, the secret society. Yeah, yes. the secret society yeah. of people, the that, underground. Yes, the people They've, that secretly control your world. People also happen to to sing in four part harmony. Actually, no, that's, that's tell, the sea glass. 
society is the ones who control the world, by the way. Is that right? I'm pretty sure. I thought it was a stonecutter. Because <laughs> I saw an episode of The Simpsons, and it seemed pretty persuasive. There's a mutual corporation there somewhere, I think. <laughs> yeah. So who <coughs> who presides over this empire? No, tell me a little no, bit well, about it. I Joey, mean, you're looking at me. Yeah, you're, you're, I, I got some thoughts and opinions go ahead. on this. Um, tell me. So I think there are about 26,000 of us that we know of in, in the Jesus. world or in the country. I yeah. can't remember which one. You know, at one point... And before, I want to tell you, Americans... This is a problem, and it's growing every day. There are <laughs> yeah. 26,000 people afflicted with barbershop addiction. Well, and some of them are from help. Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true story. Um, yeah, you know, it's... Go ahead, it's, Joey, it's, sorry. No, it's all right. It's, it's, uh, yeah, you know, you should apologize. Uh, um, this <laughs> is, uh, I mean, it, it's, uh, God, it's a community that, like, once... Uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set it up this way. When you hear barbershop, whether it's good or bad, mm-hmm. it is full contact. It is a full context sport, and what Meaning I say about people that is, take it seriously. Well, not only do people take it seriously, but when you hear it, when you are in the presence of barbershop, if it is good, if it is like on top A plus level barbershop, Michael you Jordan, can't, yeah, like yeah, you cannot, Miami Heat. you cannot walk away. Like you are, you are enthralled by the 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 pull of four voices that can make this amazing sound. And if it's bad barbershop, you cannot look away. It's like a truck accident. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. is. It is a sight to see. It's you very, know, I know it's very little margin for error. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Mm-hmm. And that's this, actually part of the reason that Tonight Show stuff so amazing that mm. that that these guys are pulling it off. Yeah, it's not yeah. easy. It is not easy. And I'm kudos to those guys. They're, they're yeah. doing awesome stuff. Well, like you could be on a subway platform, and a guy could pull out a guitar or a harmonica, and you might kind of go, "Yeah, okay, street performer." If four dudes walk up and break into barbershop, mm-hmm. like every head will turn. Oh yeah! Like this is probably a, a lame example, but like this happens at Disney World. Like you'll be <laughs> you'll be like waiting in line for ice cream at Disney World, and the geniuses at Disney they've hired, I'm sure, excellent barbershoppers. They're members and of the yeah. society. Yeah. They are okay, and, and they'll walk up. Friend, friends of ours, <laughs> and you'll hear "Hello, my baby," and all of a sudden, like every head turns because it's like the the, the something about that four part harmony that is. Um, uh, magnetic. Pure, oh, right? it's, it's electric. Yeah. And and to dive into the sound a little bit, Bob, you'll probably c- correct me if I if I stumble around here, but but there are four voices that create a sound that sounds like more than four voices. Right. Yeah. When, know, it's, this, when it's we call happening, this yeah. Expansion of sound is what we call it in the in the industry, um, <laughs> where you can really lock in four voices and 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 find you know appropriate resonances that will just magnify and multiply. Well, it's like the it's like the acapella version of a power chord. Okay, yeah. oh, right. a guitar, yeah. a power yes. chord, two notes, but it sounds like so much. How sounds long have like you been more. holding on to that one, Bob? That's a good one. Is that like, a million of them. Bob teaches Gosh. at Berkeley. He knows this shit. Oh. That's, Can you I'm, teach I'm me a, how to do a power chord? Because <laughs> I've, it's, I've, more, it's just more the motion than anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like Jack Black in School of Rock. It's oh, like, yeah. hold your pick up to the skies <laughs> like you are holding a goblet. Bob was doing the motion, too. I don't know if you saw that. I did, yeah. There's a little bit of hierarchy that I think from a social standpoint might help to understand like who we are, right? So, yeah. Uh, it, there's a, a, a national USA in the U.S. There's a you know um, a, a bunch of districts so we cut up the the continental United States like the Rotary of the Qantas yeah mm-hmm. absolutely and then there are international sub societies you know like you got one in Germany one in Sweden one in Australia New Zealand and uh, so kind of focusing on the United States there are 17 maybe I think 18 districts now I noticed not too many in uh, Africa. 
Not too many. Well, we'll get back to that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Put a put in that one right there. (laughs) That's actually where it all came from. No, you guys just, I'm sorry. I'm a wise guy. It sounded like you guys mentioned the whitest countries. You triggered me. You triggered me. (laughs) Well, Sweden, Norway, oh, also Switzerland. I mean, we could open up a whole can of worms. Yeah, we do do have racist origins, but that's another story. I'm Well, don't apologize. I mean, hey, it happens, right? We're not anymore. Yeah, we're just, yeah, we're not anymore, right? Like, that's the important step is that we've got to be more aware. but, uh, you know, in the districts that we have, so I bring that up because uh, annually there are competitions that happen in these districts. And so mm. that's where, you know, if, if you were to today, and in fact, I'm a product of this, I would say, is if you want to get into a quartet, you know, the opportunities for performing in a quartet include these contest cycles. And so you get into a cool quartet and you get on this contest stage, you sing two songs, people judge you, they say you're terrible and then you leave. Or they say you're really good and you leave. <laughs> yeah. This is where um, the best in show thing comes in. But right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but this is like, I assume everybody's good at these things, but it's no, oh God, no, 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 no. Is that right? That's part of the wonderful, that's part of what makes it so wonderful. It really, yeah. It's a spectrum of... So we got like a Simon Cowell thing, like William Hung, like absolutely blunt. But but like I would think that if you put you take the time to put together a quartet, that you would literally have your act together. Oh, yeah. But but not so much sometimes. Well, good good is relative, right? Because... I mean, when, when when I started, I saw quartets and I said, wow, they're so good, you know, and here I am 30 years later and that same quality, now my ear is different. I'm like, ah, it's not so good. So I might not be able to tell that someone sucked. It, and, and, and and then like we actually have our international. I think you know company. more than you think. Yeah, yeah I, I feel uh, like you can well, always it, tell when something isn't good. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anybody can always tell. Yeah. Well, it, like kind of like American Idol, right? Like we watch them and, yeah, and a, it, a, 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 like a clunker note. It sticks out like a sore thumb. Right. Anybody can tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if 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 it's really bad, but but we might we, we might watch American Idol, and when you get to the top ten or whatever it is, I don't know. But uh, e- even though they sing way better than I could ever sing, I'll sit there and go, "They suck compared compared to the person before them or after them." Yeah. Right? Even though the, even though That's they're at the top of the game, isn't it? It's, yeah. I, I mean, Cleveland, Cleveland well, Browns coming last, but they're still good football players. Right? My analogy for the whole barbershop contest thing is uh, is Have you ever seen a Fred and Ginger movie? Yeah, who? Sure. Fred and Ginger yes. dancing in the rain. Yeah, and How old you see you? you see Fred and Ginger. Sorry, dancing. singing in the rain. I just said dancing in the rain. Right, yeah. singing. In the rain. And you see them dancing yeah, in singers. the movie Fred Astaire and Ginger. They look great, <laughs> sure. right? They dance too. They're beautiful. <laughs> you know, it's all Hollywood. It's all awesome and, and perfect. And you're like, I wish I could dance like those people. Right. And then have you ever watched a ballroom dancing competition? Oh, um, okay. That's okay. a really good comparison. Yeah. So the barbershop quartet competition is exactly the same. Yeah. So if you go to the high level barbershop quartet competition what is happening in front of you is very very impressive but it it's not the same as watching fred and ginger dance right. so it's a you got to kind of be prepared for that yeah. <laughs> when you roll in but you're saying fred and ginger are are, are not necessarily the most skilled dancers in the well, world i'm but saying they, actually that they are the most skilled dancers yeah. in the world but they do it in a way that they don't overblow their Overrepresent the the technical the technical uh, prowess that they have. Oh, I it's, see. It's, okay, it remains very artful. Okay. Whereas in, in any anything in a in a contest setting, you lose. You, you know, the more competitive it gets, the the easier it is to lose the the more mm-hmm. kind of um, artful side of things. Yeah, I think I, it's cool. Like well, like the the skill at that level is almost uh, sort of wasted because like if you guys can tell the difference. And I think that's cool. That that's your passion. You can tell the difference between a ten and a seven when it comes to a barbershop quartet. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to say something, Mike? Well, I was just going to say the the ragtime gals, right? They, yeah. uh, I I I don't think I've sung in a quartet that sings as well as they do, 
I don't think they'd even qualify for international quartet. Well, right? yeah, no, they're, no, they're thrown together, right? Yeah. So it's kind of a joke, but but I mean they sing quite well, but but. Oh yeah, and, and really, the, I mean, <clears throat> you're talking about uh, the the barbershop contest world is is such a tiny, tiny little microcosm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. of, of it's it's pretty it's interesting. There's a an, an incredible following for it within the society, within certain groups in the society. But it's that whole contest yeah. mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're in in it for for a beautiful uh, uh, musical experience, you may uh, you may get something different than. That. Yeah, but but if if there are any all staters out there, you know, it, it's kind of like the main reason why you go to contests. Really, if if you get let the ego go away, is for the education. That that's where we all learn how to be better because we get mm-hmm. feedback from some of the best cl- clinicians, mm-hmm. right? So you and put, for the parties. Oh yeah. Well, well, I, I'm I, not kidding. The parties <laughs> are really. <laughs> I'm being good. quite serious. Yeah. The parties. I, are I just amazing. went to the last convention. I didn't yeah. go to the contest at all. I just went <laughs> to the convention. Yeah. <laughs> Hi everybody, I'm Chami Perel. Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast? The Boston Podcast Network can produce one for you. Whether you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business owner, or really any kind of professional, you should have your voice heard through this exciting new medium. A good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising. If a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head, literally. Pod617.com will help you deliver a message and build relationships, clients, and centers of influence will delight in being a guest on your show. Go to Pod617.com to start planning. And in the meantime, listen to the great shows they've already produced. The Irreverent Bitchless Bride Podcast, the hilarious show known as Shawshanked, and the wild trip through the paranormal that is Monsterland. Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod617.com. In pod, we trust. All right. Well, since you brought up the parties, I might as well bring up the elephant in the room. Are there, are there women? Are there any women in barbershop? Well, we have groupies like you would not believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? I agree. I don't believe you. So this is a true story. You'll like this one. Since, since we're on radio, you're going to have to, you're, you're pod whatever we're on. You're going to have to help me with this. It's called but, a podcast, Michael. But, <laughs> stick with yeah, us. Yeah, Go yeah. ahead. I'm old. I'm old. Go right ahead. Yep. So, so, uh, so we, uh, I think this is a funny story. You'll let me know. I'm sure. <laughs> but we do a lot. Of, we do a lot of singing at. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> yes, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's good. No, go ahead, Kleiner. We, Tell me. We, do, ahead, we, do, we do a lot of singing at uh, at uh, senior places, right? Which is it's actually one of my favorite things to do because it, it because it, they can't really hear you so well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Okay. One of. <laughs> but, yeah. Thank you. But uh, but my uh, my friend told me a story that he was at the senior location and while he was singing, there was an older woman in the front row, who uh, was so pleased with his singing <laughs> that she did a little flash. No, <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> but yeah, you, yeah. you uh, viewers yeah. at home. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. listeners at home missed yeah. Michael lifting up his shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from, sli- from, the, from the waist because that's all you have to do at the senior place, right? <laughs> it, it, Where were we? Where were there, we? There, so, there, yeah, there are there are there are definitely women that sing. And, and if you come to our convention, it, they sing with us. And actually, as of this year, this year, last year, we actually became a uh, um, we we were a male organization, all male. But, yeah, but go ahead, Michael. Well, well I was going to say, but and also, I think where you're heading is: do women like it that when we sing well, barbershop? He just it, wants to know if there's women at the parties. There are definitely women <laughs> at the parties. They're diff- <laughs> no, well, right yes, the nitty gritty. <laughs> well, well, you <laughs> said <laughs> parties that yes. I actually use as 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 an entree. 
I'm not. Listen, I'm not Geraldo Rivera. Chick barbershop. That's all I'm, I'm not, saying. This isn't sixty minutes. I'm not. I'm not trying to expose the evils of barbershop. I actually think it's fun. I think it's awesome. And um, but it is a lot of white dudes. Is is and so yeah. to, to, uh, unfortunately, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, so well, because it took a long time to recover from the racist. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. It's also so, pretty nerdy. Yeah. And it's and it's nerdy and nerdy nerds. Although there are a lot of women getting into nerdy things, like with you know the comic book business and all that. And I wonder if that there are uh, as many women sing barbershop as there are men. Just to make that clear. Wait, is that true? Yeah, they, Absolutely. There, true. There's a, yeah. a, a, a Sweet Adelines and Harmony Inc. are the, oh, okay. the female barbershops. So well, it's for women. Oh, did I? Well, well, while you've been Frank Thorne, we we've well, allowed, we've updated. Yeah, yeah you, they, <laughs> oh, no, they no, don't no, have no. to join Sweet Adelines. Oh. They can come to barbershop Harmony Society. But those two societies, still they, exist. they've been existing. They, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're yeah, no, doing very that. well. I'm not. I don't live that much. So yeah, what <laughs> okay. what's the most uh, well known female barbershop quartet? Uh, in in lifetime, the Cordettes the bu- in the lifetime. Oh right? yeah, they, yeah they, the Cordettes sang Mr. Sandman. Mr. Sandman, they were originally a barbershop quartet. And In they're bar- they're considered barbershop? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Really? Inside baseball, if you're looking at female quartets on like the inside, the buzz, I think, yeah. is probably the hottest quartet. Or, or, or GQ. Or G- oh, okay, I, I, just yeah. pu- I just pulled it again. Uh, that was thanks. me. Yeah, G- GQ, I, I would definitely... G- I forgot uh, about them. Yeah. Sense for Girls Quartet. And, you know, yeah. for the young guy here, like I should re- I should know that. You right? should definitely know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're still... Dirty old men knows that. You should know that. Probably. Wait, t- tell me again. By the way, we've got the, we got the quartets here. Oh, yeah. Everyone, everyone, everyone asked for Mr. Sandman. Well, it's definitely four-part harmony, I guess. Well, you guys are the experts. What am I saying? Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest. And for, um, you know, shallow people like myself, we need to admit that this song did not debut in the film Back to the Future. When Marty goes back to 1955, this is the first thing he hears. Is, but uh, but because of that, everyone asks us to sing it. Yeah, well, it's a, yeah, it has a, yeah. that's it's a good song, right? Yeah. It is a good song. Yeah. So what? So what? Um, what's your favorite songs? Who wants to go first? And and this, I guess it's a loaded question it's because loaded question. because like there are a lot of great barbershop songs that I'm sure average Joes like me haven't heard of. And then there are others that. That just suck, by the way, in case they're listening. <laughs> well, do you. <laughs> who sucks? What's that? There's a quartet. Our, our friends are a quartet called the Average Joe, so I just want to go. Oh, they suck? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. Suck it, Average Joe. <laughs> they sing it, yeah. Yeah. No, but. Um, they sing it Family Park, too, but they suck. That's what you get for beating down well, John let, Crossing in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, it's vicious. Actually, oh, it's on. That, yeah, yeah. Was that 2012 or 2011? I, I can't remember. We lost both those years, so I have no idea. <laughs> wow. Hey, Scully Square only won because it was a weak field. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. That's 2003. This is the uh, the, the Northeastern never District Quartet Contest. Yeah. Which, Do you yeah. guys rumble after the show? That's oh, yeah. what I picture. Yeah. With the, the there are canes swinging, yeah, canes getting off. broken over yeah. kid, people's heads. I you can know. sing higher and louder than you can. Yeah, yeah. a lot of broken pitch pipes, like yeah. styrofoam <laughs> skimmer hats blasted in half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no. Let's do this. Since I posed the question, I'm about to ask, ask another question. But po- uh, favorite song. I guess well, I'm asking favorite barbershop song. I guess that's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to be clear, there It'd be is. Funny a, if you guys just said Freebird. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if there is a barbershop song. Uh, um, or what do you love singing the most? No, I, I mean, well, I just want to be clear with that. Like barbershop comes in all different, you know, style. I, I mean, obviously, you, you saw it with the Ragtime Gals. Just about anything can be a barbershop, right? I see. Okay. So, yeah. So it's but it is but, but as far yeah. as like what I, I like to sing recently, uh, I've been singing somewhere over the rainbow, and it's just such a beautiful song, really? and touching, and. and uh, yeah, it, it works really well. 
Yeah. And, and, and if you give me 10 more minutes, I'll come up with a different song. But that's, yeah. the, that's the greatest the songs of the 20th century. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere over the rainbow, so I think yeah. it's actually on a list. It might be number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. It's well, that. Kermit the Frog was such a skilled songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's something different. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, that, that's also been done in barbershop. And quite no, I remember place. from my DJ days working the, the occasional wedding that the uh, the version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow by that huge Samoan dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Israel, his name was something? Or oh, yeah. I think he's no longer with us. But it was it, it, very sweet, absolutely. Two, two of the best songs in the world. Well, it's a, I, I think we should call it a mashup. Great example of a great mm-hmm. song. You can do it a bunch of different ways, and it's, mm-hmm. it still kills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. How about you, Bob? Oh, gosh. Um, favorite barbershop song? Yeah, or um, your favorite song to sing, maybe? Your personal favorite? My personal favorite? Gosh. You got. I got to pass. Come we'll back get back me. to you. What's Joe, your favorite you ragtime gals? Oh, oh, think. Ooh, unless you got. Uh, yeah, one. let's do that. Oh, my favorite ragtime gals. Probably my all-time favorite is the R. Kelly ignition. Mm. Oh, quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Quality. I'll call that up in a moment. Yeah, Joey. that's a that's a great hit. While while that happens, uh, yeah, I'm, go I'm gonna call it to two. I don't know if I have a favorite song, but the two that come to mind real quickly are uh, Till. Actually, we talked about this earlier. Till there's you from the Music Man. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. absolute beautiful mm. ballad. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to those who are are looking for some f- relatively fresh material, we're talking 2010 here mm-hmm. in the barbershop world. Uh, Crossroads did a version uh, of a song called "Lucky Old Son" yeah. uh, that is just one of the songs that like I'm not a, a religious person uh, by any means, but the way they speak to the music uh, in that performance, they did it one I think it was in 2009 or 2010. Uh, that is just outstanding. It's online. It's on YouTube. Check it out. It's "Lucky Old Son" by Crossroads. Lucky Old Son. Really, really it. wonderful stuff. It's it's like a five minute long song. So if you're in for the journey, it's great. The tag is worth <laughs> you gotta it. Buckle in. Yeah, really. You got to get comfy. Get a book. Um, well, but. listeners, if you've hung with us for this long, you're going to hang with us while we listen and perhaps provide commentary to um, Arrangement by Bob Martin. It's the Ragtime Gals on the Jimmy Found It Tonight Show. And if there's four of you, sing a tag. <laughs> well, I don't know what the tag is yet. Here we go. Now, usually I don't do this, but um, go ahead and break them off with a little preview of the <laughs> remix. No, I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm feeling you. The way you do, do the things you do, remind me of my Lexus Coupe. That's why I'm all up in your grill, trying to get you to a hotel. You must be a football coach, the way you got me playing the field. So let me give you that toot toot, and let me give you that beep beep. Running her hands through my fro, bouncing on 24, while they're saying on the radio. It's the remix to Ignition, hot and fresh out of the kitchen. That's fantastic. Yeah, this one's solid. It's a freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some fun. Have me some fun. We love to bounce, bounce, bounce. We love to bounce. We love to bounce. We love to bounce. Now it's like murder, she wrote. Once I get you out in the clothes, privacy is on the door. I still can hear you screaming more. Girl, I'm feeling what you're feeling. No more hoping and wishing. I'm about to take my key and stick it in the ignition. I love how Fallon takes it so seriously. Oh, he does not phone it in. Right. And let me give you that beep, beep. Running her hands through my fro. Bouncing on 24. While they're saying on the radio. The radio, toot toot, beep beep, toot toot, beep beep, toot toot. All right. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
Brilliant. So it, good. Per usual, yeah. Um, I, I was saying, I, I cut in there for a second, but uh, Jimmy clearly, hold on, hold on. We, we need to pause for a minute because I need to make sure Michael finds Michael, did you find the bathroom? <laughs> Are you okay? Did you find the key to the bathroom? I heard something jingling. Okay, so I guess he found it, you know. I, right. I heard a toilet seat. Aren't you supposed to warn the guests that they need to pee before the broadcast? Well, that's part of it. The other part is just have a little common sense. Like, Joe, <laughs> Joey, Joey, when you came in, you uh, said... This is the first thing I did. Yeah, you did. Jumped right in on that. Not only that, but you knew that the bathroom key here at Pod 617 in Westwood Studios is adorned with what? The a, key... A beautiful little toilet. A toilet keychain. A toilet keychain. So key it's chain. unmistakable. And yet, and yet, as as I'm trying to continue on producing the podcast here, your friend Michael, who's out of the room, we're going to continue to talk about him, he can't seem to find the fucking key. It's the one with the toilet on it! <laughs> it's that right. one. It's that one. Okay. So, but do you, have you got to, to I should have asked this earlier, have you, have you met Jimmy? Oh, yeah. I, so, I, uh, we're first name hug buddies. So, so you do... <laughs> So I guess I should have been more specific. You write the arrangements. You right. coach them up on every time? Yes. You coach them up. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. I've actually been on the show. Tell us about that. Uh, I was, uh, there was a time when Tom couldn't make it. He had a conflict. Um, I think it was in 2015. Um, and uh, so they needed someone to stand in on the bass part. Um, you so buried yeah. the lead. You were on. I was on the show. You yeah. were wearing the. the, the uh, well, yeah. I carried the base. Yeah, it was um, <laughs> me and me and uh, the guest that time was uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Sure, Spider Man uh, himself. Oh man, wait, that was, was, that was, that was, was Seven Rock from yeah. the Sun? Was, oh yeah, um, no, not Spider Man. It was bitch uh, better have my money. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I yeah. sing that all the time. Bitch better have my money. <laughs> <laughs> I literally sing that all the time. Um, <laughs> No, he was the lead in uh, <laughs> Inception. He was in Inception. He was right? in yeah. Inception. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. on that. And many other things. That, that Third Rock from the Sun. Did you yeah, already talk about sure. that? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Klein said that. Yeah, I said we'll right. Give you credit. So for that. Very good. I, I, Bob, I, do, I got one Klein, question. we made fun of you the whole time you were in the bathroom, oh, by the way. We My did. apologies. You're going to be listening yeah, to this tomorrow. Without like without getting too much into like barber speak, obviously barber speak. I know, right? Remix to ignition, not a barbershop song. You've done some other barbershop songs. How much barbershop traditional arranging did you call upon for something like that is not even in the genre? Um ignition was actually easier because it it actually has a major key chord progression going on already. Oh, cool. So, God, I never would have thought of this. <laughs> no, it's, I'm bored already. Yeah, okay, right. I know. Wrong question. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I, we can talk later. I, I, no, I know you guys are thinking he's getting two in the weeds, but that's actually fascinating to me. Well, like, it's, it's interesting because the uh, when they sent, because uh, all they do is tell me the song. They're like, Bob, uh, we think we want to try Ignition. I'm like, okay. So I go and look up Ignition to see what the hell it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I, I literally did not know that one. And I knew um, it since the day it came out. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, there's the yeah. disc. Hey, I had, I, had <laughs> Torme, I was spinning Torme in high school. <laughs> so, right. uh, but um, they, uh, yeah, so they asked for the arrangement. And I was relieved when I got that because I was like, oh, this one's going to be easy because there's a chord progression already there that can be then kind of barbershopized. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Um, Shocker that R. Kelly didn't come up with some incredibly complex uh, arrangement. That, uh, <laughs> well, they're remember. a bit like... He was busy. That's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> the other one you played was uh, Baby Get Back, which right. 
uh, which has no melody. Right. <laughs> right. right, Not, right. Nothing. Right. So, just d- 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 so I basically, d- 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 I was d- d- like, yeah. all right. Um, but it's such a great, hilarious, it was such a great vehicle because the song is so funny so you had to all make by up itself. A yeah. So I just made up a melody and wow. a chord progression. Wow. Yeah. That's so, and when you but, give it to them, is it, do you actually write out notes or do you have to kind of sing um, it to them or what? Because uh, you're inventing like a, a melody. Yeah. Demo process. So I, I will actually record it myself, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you all know, four make, parts. All four parts. Yeah, wow. make changes and get it to where I'm happy with it. Uh, and then I'll send a, a full mix to them. And sometimes they'll be like, "This is great. We love it. Where we want to, we want to do it." Or they might come back and say, "Oh, can you change one little thing here or something there?" And then I'll make the changes. And once it's all signed off, I'll get all the lead sheets and and uh, music written out and ship it to them in a package. And yeah. then go down and rehearse them the day before the show and do the show and. Uh, and it usually comes together about 20 minutes before uh, the show actually is taped. Like every barbershop quartet going to contest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so is that... There's probably a total of like 45 minutes to an hour's worth of actual rehearsal. <laughs> That's it. That's crazy. Like, That's crazy. So That's I'm going to draw a tortured comparison here, as I am wont to do. But there's a guy who goes by the handle Girl Talk, and he's a DJ. And what he does is... He's kind of semi-retired now, but what he used to do is he would create these albums, and the albums were the you know like a regular album. It would have you know ten songs, and each song had a title. But it was it's a it's a mashup of songs, and and you know we've heard mashups before. Two songs kind of put matched together, uh, hence the name to try, <laughs> to try to create something cool. <laughs> kind of like mashed up. Yeah, yeah. you got it, Kleine. Very good. Very good. Um, but so, but he would take it to a new level. I'll have to, I'll, you know what? I'll play a girl talk song for you. Girl talk. Yeah. Great, by the way. Yeah. Oh, you know, girl talk. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kevin so, yeah. Aldred, if you're on, if you're listening, this is, this is us, baby. So yeah. So, uh, Joey, while I pull it up in, in your words, like what, what makes him unusual or good or whatever? Uh, girl, the, the if guy. I recall, girl talk yeah. was like the, like the kind of the, uh, one of the, I don't want to call it uh, original sources, but the girl yeah. talk was one of the kind of groups that like put everything in a, a re- like. It was really good. It's just like one of the first <laughs> ones like really good at mashups. Thanks, good podcast. You, you are so eloquent. I'm thinking so. Like, what does yeah. make girl talk? I'm I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I just no, no, really no, enjoy listening. Sorry. I kid. I so take a listen to this. So you're saying it's good? Yeah. Okay. So what you'll hear here is, give me some loving. Steve, yeah. Steve Winwood or whatever band he was with when he was 60. You can hear that. You can hear that organ there that can give you some loving. And then there's, I don't I don't know what hip hip hop song this is over it, but but just take a listen to this for about you know 60 seconds. You'll hear a bunch of stuff. I'm getting I'm getting to a point here about taking one great piece of art and turning it into something different. Maybe that does that make sense? Oh yeah, like, they're staring at me a little weird. No, they get postmodern. Oh, all right. So this is what made Girl Talk so good is they found the, they found the accurate parallels in that example there. You feel this like da 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 da. Right. This like really repetitive. And in both songs they mash up. That is a common theme in both those songs. They really put together. They're like, yeah, that's, this this is already made for us. You know what they were right. so good is they figured out that other people were doing work for them and they just put it together. That's right. That's, that's why they were so good. It's actually just one guy, by the way. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's not... <laughs> I forget what his name is, but I, we can look that up. So, go ahead, Klein. Well, our friend Chris would remind us they is still appropriate. The what's still appropriate? They. Is still they, yeah. Appropriate. But, but all I'm getting at here is, I don't know if you guys agree, but Barbershop 
like to me what Bob what you've done in however comical form with the ragtime gals is in my opinion like pretty genius not just because you're sitting here um, <laughs> in my studio but because That's okay I'll take it I'll take it quickly walk out Bob I want to know the honest truth here <laughs> but like yeah that R Kelly song was a, is a hip hop classic song like there was nothing wrong with it like you could bring it out like fans of hip hop will listen to it and enjoy it but no one's ever enjoyed it that way until you you added that that comic and barbershop element to it. Now listen to this. Hold on, listen to this. <laughs> Alright, you heard yeah, so you heard the transition to the Twisted Sister song, but did you hear the part where he went does any does anybody know where that's from? It's just interesting. I'd have to hear it again. It's from uh it's a Huey Lewis. It's Huey oh. Lewis in the news, right before the harder rock and roll. He goes, "Did did 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 say the harder rock?" Yeah, just did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is On like the, s- quarter notes or something. Yeah, mm. great pickup. Yeah. Great pickup. So that well, I mean, it took me ten times of listening it before I figured out what that was from. <laughs> well, it is, it maybe is I fun it to. Up, but. It is fun to pick out the sonic signature on a little thing like that dit thing and be like, "Wait yeah. a minute, I've heard that." I've heard that right. Before. Yeah, right. that's why when this guy well, there's only eight notes, right? This guy, yeah, but not the way Huey Lewis sings them, no, Kleine. No, true. I, no, he, I, I love used him. to anyway. And Kleine. he, by the way, I think was a barbershopper, I'm pretty sure. He, he, he definitely did the national anthem using the barbershop arrangement. Oh. Huey Lewis and the News did it at a seven. Oh, that's right. They're big harmony guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they've done entire songs in four-part harmony, like... Uh, it's all right. That song, it, it, he covered it. Yeah. I forget who. It's what, all right. Right. Have a good time, cause it's all right. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, so well, you know what it is. There, there are harmony people in this world, and and they're all the same. If and and, uh, not to hurt your feet by dropping some more names, but um, go for it. The uh, one of the recent Tonight Show guests was Weezer. Right. Sure. So. I got the email, the uh, the email, and I'll be like, "Oh boy!" Um, <laughs> and they, the the Tonight Show writers asked me to do a Weezer tune, and they were like, "We're not just going to have Rivers; we want all of Weezer to do it." So, oh, I remember this. I saw this. Yeah. That's so awesome. it turned out to be Buddy Holly uh, and um, the Weezer song with, Buddy Holly. Yeah, right? the Weezer song Buddy Holly with all the Weezer guys plus Jimmy, Chris, uh, and Tom Shalhoub. Mm. And it came out great, and they had a great time. But the thing is, Weezer loves to sing. You know, it's all over their records. They harmonize. Mm. You know, Buddy Holly itself is a very old-fashioned-y sounding thing. So I was sitting on my couch watching TV uh, with my lovely wife, and about a week later, and I picked up my phone, and I got an email, and the subject line is Weezer. Mm. So, And I had said to to the lovely Sharon, I I had Mm. said to her the week before, I said, I got five bucks that says... The barbershop arrangement I'm writing for Weezer for the Tonight Show is not the last barbershop arrangement I write for Weezer, and wow. I was just I was just shooting around. It. Yeah. So, long story short, they asked me to write some other stuff for them. Oh wow! So they're actually doing. Uh, they have a version of Pork and Beans and a version of Beverly Hills, in addition to the Tonight Show uh, version of um, uh, Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly, thank yep. you. And they open the tour with it every single show. Come on, they hold open. With Holy, a barbershop we quartet. are in oh. the presence. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We told I mean, I told, all right. Barbershop is fucking cool. We told you that. Oh I told God. Jimmy that, and he freaked out. You want a barbershop now, don't you? You do. I know you do. The only thing is, uh, oh, wait, hold on. One more time. Uh, yeah, there you go. Those, those are the, the. That hurt your foot? Yeah, yeah those <laughs> are the. Just, I just ask everyone to do this, Bob. Just pick up those names on your way out of the studio. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. Names yeah. That you exactly. No, that. 
listen, that is fucking phenomenal. But the thing, the, <laughs> the point really is, the point I was trying to make is it's harmony. Harmony people just love harmony. You yeah. Know? And those guys were naturals at harmony. So they're like, of course, they're going to dork out and sing some barbershop. We, uh, uh, supposedly Rivers was in a quartet when he was in high school. You know, I, I kind of mocked them for their recent album, but I sort of appreciate the effort. It's got nothing to do with Barbershop. They did a whole album of cover songs. They did, yeah. uh, they they have a hit with... Uh, Toto, Africa. Africa. Yeah. Covering Africa, which, I don't know, do you guys like the Weezer version? Do you have well, any, I, 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 for very obvious reasons... These I'm are friends of yours fan, now, so... I'm yeah. Weezer. <laughs> right. um, yeah. But uh, I actually went to the show when they were at Foxwoods. Because uh, and and rehearsed with them for a little bit on the new charts, and stayed for the show. So I stat I, I stood in the sound booth in front of house sound. Booth. There <laughs> Boom! There it is. I'm impressed. Um, I'm done. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> and I brought earplugs, of course. Last minute thing before leaving the house was good getting, choice. Getting yeah. earplugs because uh, it's pretty loud. And um, but Africa actually was the one tune I took my earplugs out for because it, it was mind blowing. You know, so they, they nailed their, it live. Their, their live version of Africa is better than Toto could ever have dreamed. I mean, it's so Ooh, like so bold statement. In yeah. Toto's that is a talented, bold statement. Yeah, yeah. All right. It, it is a well, it, I haven't heard it is a piece of homage. You know, Good that know. you have to really appreciate. It's weird. Like I love that they covered Africa because I love that song. But I wish they had just Weezerized it a little more. Like they, they I know they, it is a it's you know a I mean? it's a perfect cover. Well, it's well, just got a little bit more power chords than the original. Right. Aside from that, a little heavier on the on the uh, on the power chords. But I love that they did it. I, I I love cover songs. I think it's interesting because I I it's for the same dynamic that we're talking about. The same way you can take a mainstream song and turn it into barbershop and just have people go, that's so cool. Or the way uh, Jimmy Fallon does the classroom instruments thing, or the way that uh, the Bangles can do Whiter Shade of Pale by Simon and Garfunkel, and it just sounds like, whoa, that's a completely new thing, you know? Yeah. Um, barbershop it, has this real funky way of being the best cover bands you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. well, almost every song is a cover almost song. Almost really. every song right. in our barbershop library is a cover song. We, we have very rare versions. There's a, there's a group that did uh, <clears throat> Every Breath You Take for, down in Kentucky. I, did you ever see that? Kentucky Bob? Vocal Union. Union yeah. yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. They did every, every Breath You Take, and, and uh, they changed it uh, in a way that it, it's, a, it's a different song, and it makes you hear the song differently. Oh, yeah. You know? And... and I kind of learned that uh, anytime you do a cover song, it's a big risk, right? Because yeah. uh, another another group did Imagine. Uh, John Lennon. John Lennon, mm -hmm. which yep. is one of my favorite songs ever. And I hated it because I just felt <laughs> like they stepped all over. Yeah. You know, the, so. It's and, 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 Yeah, I mean, Bob, yeah. Bob, Bob's an arranger, so I, I know he, he can explain this better than I. But as a listener, uh, it, 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 it's a big risk. Any song that you take that you cover is a risk, right? Well, yeah, because you, you don't want to, the last thing you want to do is insult the original artist right. or, insult, or insult people that are fans of the original yeah. artist or whatever. Yeah. Anytime a cover song like makes you go, eh, I just want to go back and listen to the original, then unfortunately you failed, right? right like right. you want to yeah. at least be true to it or at least put it, why am I, I, I don't know what I'm talking about but, here. A cool little anecdote that I actually have from uh, a barbershop legend, uh, Terry Clark, who was the base of the Boston Common, the Boston Common Quartet. Moment of silence, please. Yeah, yeah, right. uh, 1980 uh, was the year they won the international contest. They're one of two quartets from our area, from the Northeastern District, that has won this contest. And he gave me some That's great... 
Yeah, he gave it, some great advice uh, about uh, how barbershop and marketing actually have a big connection. He used to teach uh, at uh, Boston University as a marketing professor. He was mm-hmm. one of the largest marketing people in the area. Oh, he, my he, gosh. He did, like, jingles for everybody. Yeah, like, real talk. And, yeah. and so he said, you know, if you're going to do a song, just know that you have to be the first, the best, or the unique. You have oh. to be the first one that does it. I love the, it. The best one that does it, or the most unique, or you will fall flat. Wow. That's good advice. That mm-hmm. is true, because... Uh, the first thing I thought of was the song Hallelujah, which I'm sure you guys are oh, fans yeah. of because yeah, 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 it's yeah, such yeah. A, uh, yeah. a pure, uh, just exquisite song, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Leonard, Co- Leonard, Cohen? Leonard, Leonard Cohen, Leonard Cohen, mm-hmm. who just departed us last year, right? R.I.P. Um, took great pains to put together that song. I heard uh, someone who had done the research on this. I heard, I heard the account of it on a podcast, of course. I think it was Malcolm Glad- Gladwell's podcast, but he wrote like uh, like hundreds and hundreds of different versions of the song. And whether it's just or not, um, uh, Jeff Buckley comes along. He's right. dead too, by the way. Right. By the way, <laughs> remind me never to sing Don't Hallelujah. Say Don't say <laughs> and, <laughs> and he puts out what is just an unforgettable version of the song. Like every time I hear it, I cry. Like it's uh, it's unreal. And so he he might have been the best. And then I don't know, maybe there's another version of Hallelujah coming. Not Kate McKinnon on Saturday Night Live. No, no, <laughs> no, not you. That doesn't count. <laughs> anyway, I didn't love that, but uh, but but maybe there's a you know someone coming. Like when you mm. say unique, it's like yeah, the, oh my god, there's this new funky version of the song that I used to love, and it's not the original, but something like, catches you. There's rendition. something yeah. different that hooks you in, and yeah. ignition by our gals, gals all falls yeah. into the unique category. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it is. <laughs> no but question. A, but there's a place for that at the table, right? Yeah. Uh, American Tune, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, Steve Tramack recently did a did a version of it. Uh, just really beautiful. Uh, do you know the song? I'm no, I about? don't. It's called America. The, the Simon and Garfunkel Simon song and Garfunkel. is called American yeah. Tune. Mm-hmm. I guess I should know this. Mm-hmm. And who and who covered it? This better be good, Clonny, because well, I'm looking it up. Oh <laughs> well, I'm, well, it, it made it well into barbershop. Uh, it, it took it to mm. a, to a new level. Um, it, it, I'm sure other people did probably even better covers. I'm, I'm not trying to say that this was the best, but it, it it took a song that you never thought would be coverable, and, and it certainly was. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and I think it also speaks to uh, music of of past time. You know, like I think as far as you go farther back, you find more music that fits the uh, style of barbershop, but just more effectively. Paul Simon was a great example where his music right. just gen- like a, from a uh, music theory perspective just fit our style so well and so American so, Tune is just like you're going to hear the chord progressions just really turn in this really ear bending right. way that is so pleasing you do uh, who, uh, Sean Devine's uh, Parkside Harmony if, if that comes up it did it, come up yep yeah. and uh, this is them right here so this is four part harmony with about a hundred guys singing it yeah here I'll put it on the screen for you guys there are, there are a shitload of people on stage here and it was arranged <laughs> arranged by a, another brilliant Local arranger besides Bob Martin. <laughs> oh, somebody from around here, Kleiner? This, this, well, this group is from uh, from Pennsylvania, Hershey Park, but the arranger is from Nashua, New Hampshire. Oh, cool. Steve J. Mack. Still you don't expect to be bright and Hey, there's a black dude in there. At least I think he's black. <laughs> he's got a nice t- <laughs> and, and this is a sensitive topic Sorry. for us. No, okay, no, I no, know. No, I no, know. no. We, we don't mind joking about it. But uh, you could but, use some diversity in the. Oh, well, I mean, we know it's a big problem, but yep. but it, but it's it's changing big time, big Good. time. Yeah. So 
this is a barbershop chorus if you hadn't figured that out. Right, so, yeah. Uh, More it, than it, four. And cor- choruses were kind of formed because it helps the average singer who is afraid to have their voice show up in a quartet be able to lean on others, hide on others. That's that's how I started. If it wasn't for a chorus, I don't think I ever would have right. had the confidence to, to sing in a quartet. A lot of the dudes have goatees, I noticed. Uh, well, it's, 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 like a, it's a third year thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the new handlebar mustache. <laughs> By the way, Kleine, excellent facial hair you were rocking you're tonight. Pre- you appreciate that? Oh, I'm on board, yeah. Since you, you hung on to that mustache for so many years. You were a pioneer of the mustache, really. The porno mustache. Yeah. 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 Shows my wisdom. Yeah. So, I like this. It's very recognizable. This yeah. particular arrangement, you can listen to it and understand that it's from Paul Simon, but someone else is singing it. You still recognize it. So there's a really cool parallel that you can draw from this. Right. See, I love it. There's something very uh, sort of noble sounding about it. Yeah. Um, as compared song. to what I could contribute, which would be, let's go to a karaoke karaoke bar and I'll sing uh, You Can Call Me Al so you know uh, we all have our own uh, speaking, of karaoke, speaking of karaoke yes. Joey, Joey arranged uh, Charlie on the MP- MBTA yes it's quite nice yeah. oh my god yeah. tell me about that yeah. so I uh, up until December of song, last year yeah. I directed a chorus actually the chorus I've been singing with for uh, the better part of the next last 10 years of my life uh, of Vulgar the, Revolution of the early of the early uh, 2000s. Yeah. And uh, so I arranged uh, for us, uh, we went into contest and I arranged Charlie on the MTA as done by the Kingston Trio. Um, I actually found an arrangement of this that was already done uh, by uh, another uh, another guy here in the Northeastern District. And it was good. Uh, it just, I wanted more from it. I Not wanted more creativity. Well, I wasn't, I won't say that out loud. I'll say that. <laughs> I don't know who the other person was. Never do that. Um, but it, but does, uh, it was a great arrangement. I just, I wanted more from it. So I took it home, dabbled with it, and came out with it. And the chorus I was directing at the time, you know, like, like I said, there were 40 guys in Lexington that just loved to sing harmony uh, every yeah. Thursday night. And uh, they ate it up. They they chewed it up, and we went to the district contest last October. We won the contest with the song. It was a, it was a great nice. hit. So yeah, well, really it's cool kind of it's kind of in in uh, I don't know how it compares to other barbershop songs. It's kind of a uh, underrated, like almost like a rockin' tune. It's got a beat it, to it. it. It's, well, it's catchy anyways. It never returns. Oh, return. yeah. Yeah. Um, I, what I love about the song is it tells. It does two things. One, it's it's a little bit of propaganda. That was actually kind of our <laughs> our, our banner word in the background. You know, just, you know, we're trying to, you know, change the status quo. It wasn't quote. politically motivated. Never. No. <laughs> but it, it tells wait, a story. Wait, tell me. Wait. Uh, sh- shut up. <laughs> uh, chorus. Um, sorry. Go ahead, Joey. It just, it tells a story. You, you can follow along. You can get involved in the emotion. Well, what are you, really but you were saying. Off. Uh, political because it is an anti-government song, right? right. It's like well, don't don't tax us. All right, so at heart, let's back up. Let's yeah, back. are we I don't get know. political? Well, no, it's just uh, going to go down. I just <laughs> we're going to get 1920s. Political I just here. don't want to be confusing. It's the number one rule of podcasting. You don't want the the person sitting in their car right now on the pike in traffic going, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> That's all. Am I listening to That's Sean Hannity? When is Sean Hannity? I know exactly. What button do I push to get rid of this? Hey, everybody, what's up? This is Deborah D. Francesco, and you got to check out my new podcast. 
the Bitchless Bride podcast. Woohoo! You don't have to turn into an hysterical hot mess on the most important day of your life. And on my show, you'll hear lots of great tips to make your weddings thoughtful, respectful, and awesome. I couldn't agree more. Oh, yeah, that's Nathan. He's here, too. He's like one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Damn right. Between the two of us, we have decades in planning weddings and doling out advice you need to make your special day more memorable than deplorable. Don't worry, Bridey. Bitchless Bride will come to your rescue. We are your wedding superheroes, your go-to sounding board, and sometimes your personal therapist. Right? And why not get advice from straightforward, foul-mouthed professionals like us? Foul-mouthed? You, Deb? <laughs> Have you ever known me not to swear? Listen, I tell it how it is. Find the Bitchless Bride podcast on pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. New episodes posted every week. Subscribe to us on iTunes and let the party begin. Let's get bitchless. The Bitchless Bride podcast and pod we trust. Bitchless. Charlie on the MTA was about a dude who gets on the T, the very T that we know here That's in Boston. Subway and he doesn't. Boston. And when you, there used to be an exit toll. And by the way, I remember paying the exit toll. You do? In Braintree. Not still, I don't think. I've I've never remember paying it. Oh, I do. (laughs) Oh, I do. Oh, you Okay, I'm with you now, Glenn. You know, I used to get off in in Braintree, whatever the last stop is on Braintree. You know, uh, Bob, it's right over there. It's right over there. We're we're pointing in the direction. Just suffer no one. Yeah. No, and and I remember it was like I would pay like a buck fifty to get on, and then when you got off, because I went so far down the line on the red line in Braintree, you would pay an extra like 25 cents. To leave, like, and, and it always begged the question: What if I don't have it? And that's what, and I presume that's why they wrote this song. That's now, the, 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 the yeah. song probably dates back to the '30s or '40s or whatever back it to is. Twenties, twenties. All right, there you go. And so Charlie on the MTA, our he hero, our hero, didn't have his exit told. He just needed a nickel, he but he didn't have it. One more nickel, he didn't have right. it. Right, one fucking nickel. Poor old right. Charlie. He but went. He went to make the change at Jamaica Plain. The the, the conductor right. asked for one more nickel, and he See, could not why, get off of that This is one train. of the greatest songs of all time. Because, but it's but tell me, but but and his wife gave him a sandwich instead of a nickel. Yeah, his yeah. wife would cut. Go his, figure that out. Yeah. His wife. What kind of marriage is that? She well, wanted him on that train permanently. Yeah. <laughs> you know it was, what? It was That's a fair point. Marriage. Oh, this is. Oh, I love this. This is. We're going all the way back. The Kingston Trio. All right. By the way, this podcast will end eventually, but we have to cover this. This is this is important. It's very important. This is so of social importance. Well, let me tell you of the story. Charlie on that tragic and fateful day. He put ten cents in his pocket while the family went to ride on the MTA. But he never returned. No, he never returned. Ten cents. Still unlearned what a pity. He never returned. And there's there's a little bit of absurdity in that, you know, like the oh, yeah. man who never returned. Who? I mean, th- that's a story that we're singing about, right? Like, of course, he he could just get off the train. He could do it. Uh, not wor- not at his desired stop, though, right? Well, he could do it. <laughs> No, that but that's the that point. Wait, come on. Let, let's, I know, I know. It's a little that, too literal but there. That, no, but, but that's okay, though, because that, that that's what art is. It's, I just exactly. love the fact that his wife would give him a sandwich, but not a nickel. That's that's 
like, true. That's Stick a nickel in the sandwich. <laughs> Quick Wait a minute, you know what? Where's the, where's the logic? This is how slow I am. You said that before, Bob, and now it's just dawning on me. That's a good point. Just slip the nickel slip in Slip a the nickel sand. in there like you're slipping. Or just hand him a nickel. Just do the nickel handing. How much did know? the sandwich She wasn't the brightest bulb. We no. We, well, or, that's why I said she wanted him on the train. She did. She did. It was her, it was right. her plan was like, to be. Finally, with. I got Charlie out of my life. We did a cool. So when we did this live, we Go did ahead, this yeah. cool little thing where we threw a sandwich from off stage. Oh as, come on! As we were going through, I yeah, love like, it. you know, Charlie. I played Charlie, and and so I Good. would see the stage. You know, off stage, I saw the sandwich coming. It was it was a cool little effect. It should have been a nickel. Now that I think about it, yeah. <laughs> Well, no. That, well, then that, the that, song would have been over, and then we wouldn't have gotten through the bridge exactly. and the tag, right, and that right, would have been tragic. Right. Yeah. No, but uh, it, uh, listen, I don't. We could go back, and time does not permit us to go back and uh, <laughs> find the inspiration as to the the Kingston Trio. I, I think they they were the original authors of this song, right? Uh, they did not write it originally, but okay. it was written for a, pol- a politician who uh, was against the MTA fair hike. Oh, there you go. And yeah, so okay. they, they wrote the song, and then Kingston Trio actually it's, made it was this propaganda famous. Propaganda, yes. It was. And someone must have said, taken to an extreme someone could get on the tee and never be able to get off and of course that's something a politician would say and why not write a song about it but to bring it full circle (laughs) joey which is this is this took us like 17 minutes to get to this point but you revived this song i did for a political reason no not at all in fact i just well so i heard the song like like, even when you started the song right you heard the banjo start it's a boston classic everyone recognized it from around there you just hear that start and you you just start bobbing your head absolutely how can you not do more with it and and, not to say that i did more with it i'm saying that how can you not love that song and want to listen to more of it yeah so that's that was the inspiration yeah not nothing political i hold no political opinions here on oh okay on this show Good. No politics uh, on the Boston podcast, I'm unless wa- they're mine. I'm wondering if Bob came up with his favorite barbershop song. Yeah, did you come up with Oh, man. I'm sitting uh, oh, Is it a Boston Common song? I do. Oh, actually, my favorite Boston Common song is Forgive Me. Forgive oh, me. yeah. Um, and is that a uh, an original song by a non-barbershop person? Or is probably it not. No. Yeah, it was, I think it's a country and western song, okay. probably originally. And not arranged by Lou Perry either, by the huh. way. Buzz Hager, so, oh, really? Earl Moon, sorry, Earl so, Moon. So, like, th- th- oh. this is one that I'm going to suspect, and see if there's disagreement here, but I'm going to suspect that the average listener would probably not love this song. Go ahead. But it's probably better to sing than it is to listen to, unless you're a chord nerd. Is that... What do you guys think about that? Which song are we talking about? Uh, yeah, forg- what are you talking forg- forgive Me? Oh, that oh, one. Oh, oh. No. Um... Like, is there a popular version of Forgive Me that people... I actually don't think there is. I I went looking for it because I was always so so fascinated by the Boston Common version that I was like, I got to hear the original. I got to hear the source material on this one. Yeah. So, go ahead, Kleiner. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, there's a lot of barbershop that we know that it's more... We'd rather that you sing it than listen to it, I think, right? uh, I don't know if everyone would agree with me, but... So, it's fun. So, it's enjoyable for you to sing it. But well, that's given, generally yeah. true of most, most barbershops. Barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things like where it's more fun to do than yeah. to necessarily watch. I mean, it's barbershop should is usually best taken in small doses if you're in the audience. <laughs> yes, <laughs> agreed. 
And, and, and to kind of give you a 30-second pinnacle on that, there's a, there's a very intense activity we call woodshedding. Woodshedding is when one person brings a melody and the other three people make up harmony as we go along, oh, which like is it. great for those four people and terrible for the fifth, sixth, yeah. and seventh people yeah, listening. You don't want yeah. to. Don't want to be those people. Yeah. I think well, we talked about that at Minute Talk three. about watch the sausage being made, that whole oh. thing. You don't want to be part of that. Yeah. But yeah. you just hit on something, and, I'm, and, and this is going to be twisted comparison number two. I called it something different before. <laughs> Awkward comparison, whatever no, it was. Twisted. Yep. Okay, I said twisted comparison. All right, so uh, bear with me, okay? So who remembers tug, the Mets pitcher Tug McGraw oh, in yeah. Phillies? Mm-hmm. Tug oh, McGraw. Yep. I okay. mean, yeah. Right, colorful character. Can't wait to see where this goes. Oh, okay, <laughs> so he had a brother who was supposed to be even a better pitcher than he was, hmm. and his brother eventually sort of flamed out and ended up sort of quasi-homeless, and some uh, aspiring, enterprising sports illustrator writer tracked them down about 20 years ago, and I don't know why I remember this particular article, but it was just about how Tug McGraw went one way. Now, Tug is no longer with us. He died of cancer. Rest in peace, Tug. But he won a couple of World Series, baseball hero. Brother, who was just as good at baseball by all accounts, wanted something different out of the game. And the thing was, he didn't care whether he won or he lost. He just, he, and it's like, well, if you didn't care whether he won or he lost, what did you want? And he, he said, I actually saw baseball as art. I, every time I pitched, I was creating something. You know, mm. and so, in other words, in other words, maybe with barbershop, <laughs> take my hand. <laughs> no, what I'm going to say is, yeah, go ahead. barbershop is two different. It, it, you could argue it's two different things. It's it's doing it for the the um, enjoyment of the practice of it, of working together to put together something, and you enjoy it. And let's, in other words. Like you, you know, you could lay down tape. You could you could run a recorder, uh, recording device, and and sing for two hours, and have that recording, and maybe never listen to it because who cares? We had a great time. Like the the product was not the point. The point was what we were doing. That's pretty deep. It's yeah. the journey. But yeah. but you guys tell me is that right? Well, totally something? dead on. I, I have more fun at rehearsal than I ever do at a performance. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Well, I, in fact, to, I, to 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 find some depth to that, it was when I discovered that I had more fun at rehearsal than it anywhere else. That's when it turned for me. That's when I found because I was I I did a, I was in a competition quartet for a long time, and our rehearsals were structured in a very uh, rigid and contest focused way. And when we realized that. It was more fun to get together and sing three songs than have four beers. It was just it, life got better, and not to say yeah. that I'm I'm promoting alcoholism on the show here, but <laughs> but like you know, just when you find that you're doing things for the enjoyment of not only yourself but the three people that you're contributing to that product with, it, it's it's just a more enjoyable symbiotic experience and. Um, I encourage everyone to try it at least yeah, once. We're talking no, about I, the origin of barbershop here. This is this is. I love how you kind of touched on this point because yeah. you're really talking about why people did it in the first place, yeah. not, not what it became. There's nothing else to do. It, well, <laughs> there, there wasn't. Hang on, my cell phone. Yeah, really. But you could right, <laughs> and you can do it without any instruments. Yeah, you can I, do it just as, as long as you get three other dudes. But it's great. Bob, and yeah. Bob, or the occasional of, girl. Yeah, as Bob alluded to before, that's kind of any <laughs> art form, right? You you can you can make a drawing, and it doesn't have to be awesome in order for it to be art, right? It may not get hung in the Louvre, but yeah, it might get art. hung on my refrigerator, right. you know, or someone's refrigerator. Sure, sure. I don't know. Uh, and, and you know what? Hey, to make a crass uh, comparison in terms of what we've seen so far, hey, let's, let me uh, let me do the crass oh, comparisons on, around here. Just get one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead, Joey. Well, Go ahead. just to say, like, I, I I love the, I I love the Ravitan gals. I've I've been a fan since they've they've come out, right? But like, if kiss ass. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, but like, if they ever hit the contest stage, like, how well would they do in a contest, right? Like, oh, they God. probably do wouldn't do too well. However, yeah. I would listen to the Ragtime Gals eight days a week if I could. 
Exactly. It's for a different so where's, purpose. You know, it's like yeah, yeah like uh, there's there's this there's a different dichotomy and a different structure uh, that that exists, and um, so it's it's kind of hard to balance and bring it all to the forefront. Um, but you know, like, I think we can all, like kind of we go back to how we how we decide like what is good. You know, you don't need to have an educated ear to decide what is good. Right. You know, they're singing in tune. They're giving me a great per- performance. Why would I not think that's good? Like they're they're giving me everything. So yeah, and I I love that about art because. Um, Dave Grohl, the the who the Nirvana guitarist, who is now now Foo some, Fighters, Foo Fighters, and other bands, and has now somehow become uh, uh, an oracle of of rock philosophy. Oh yeah, <laughs> he said one of his favorite songs of the year a few years back was. Uh, it was either Call Me Maybe or Shake It Off by uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> it was definitely one of those. It must have been Shake It Off. It off. Yeah, yeah, I think it was yeah. Shake It Off. And he was, and his, what his point was like, yeah, it's a cheesy pop song. Yeah, fuck you. I like to listen to it. It sounds good. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I'm was, happy. Yeah. And he was happy the same guy. People. Yeah. And he was, yeah. right. And uh, by the way, I like that song too. They did. And, but, but, Everyone but, does. Universal. Yeah. But he said, but he also said, um, it's the same reason why I stop, stop standing in line for American Idol and go do something like sit right. in a garage with some shitty instruments, with some shitty friends who you suck at music. You're going to create something. And I think. Come now, sing Barbershop Harmony. Yeah, come sing Barbershop. Yeah. But it, yeah. it, it, I think it's an appropriate parallel because you it sing is. with three other dudes. You have created something, even if uh, it's even if it's not great. It's fun. Well, yeah. And, the, and in the Barbershop Society, too, though, you do form friendships that last a long, long oh, time. Yeah. And then it's really and, cool. To and people. then also you meet people like Mike Klein. Also, that <laughs> happens. <laughs> oh! You know, that's all. Always a risk. You never know. Always a risk. You never know. Um, Life is a series. Gotta take your chances. No no promises. So late with the rim shot. Hey Dave, I got something you might want to uh, might want to share. Go ahead. Just because actually this this sounds like uh, a segue towards the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I hate to break this to you, but this does have to end at yeah. some point. No, so. no, no. I can't. That can't yes. happen. But, I'm, I'm putting on the outro music, but softly. So go ahead, Michael. Well, well, you well, have no. as much time as you need. Go ahead. I do. Yeah, you do. Well, I mean, if it's really end, first of all, I want to make sure that in seriousness, people can come. To chapters all across the country, go to all are well. No, make your original point. We're going to get to that. Okay, okay, okay. So the original point, it's something fun uh, that I think kind of represents us in a very funny way. Uh, What was the movie? You'll know this better than I. I don't know titles. Jennifer Aniston and uh, Aniston and Vince Vaughn. Uh, the, the breakup, I believe it was the breakup. Yeah, yeah the breakup. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's a scene in there where the brother... Where I know where she drops her towel. That scene yeah. is awesome. <laughs> oh, wait. Different scene. Sorry, yeah, go yeah. ahead. We're, we're barbershoppers. We don't care about... <laughs> did, did that happen, really? Okay. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Joey. Good. There, there, no, there, there's a scene where the, the, uh, the brother-in-law is actually in an a cappella group called the, uh, the Tone Rangers, I believe. That should you you knew that right? We should have counted down the best names of acapella. Oh my uh, gosh! And and uh, we'll do that next time. <laughs> okay, we'll be back. I'm with you. But, Go but, ahead, but Tone you, Rangers. Yeah, if yeah. If you can get that scene quickly, I, I think that's just the the opinion because we're always trying to get people to sing, and and not necessarily because we. Damn it! He's making me. Cut the outro music and yeah. go to a oh, different a, segment. Is, is it, Who's it, producing it? this goddamn podcast, Klein? <laughs> I right. am. All right, you are. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, He's just as bossy as he was when he was your counselor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're damn right. You're damn right. Put on the video or I'll give you a wedgie. <laughs> you never gave me a wedgie. But, I never but, did give you a wedgie. I but as I have told, there's lots against that. I've told the the story many times uh, of when I met you, Klein. You were my role model. You were my counselor. But the first day I met you. There were a bunch of us goofing around, playing basketball. Yes. And you oh, said, no. and when the Wait a whistle, minute, you, can't, the, you can't tell the story. The, when okay. the, 
Uh-oh. When the whistle, I'm all blow. ears now. <laughs> now hold on. But as an aside, what was the name of the the stupid uh, group in uh, the breakup movie? Uh, the t- Tone Rangers in the breakup. Tone Rangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so Michael is trying to hold his patience, but he's got a bunch of annoying like. Uh, 13-year-olds yep, uh, goofing off. Yep. And so when the whistle blew, uh, Michael said, uh, great, period's over. You guys all suck. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my first memory. And then I threw the basketball meeting. at Dave Tarmy. That is awesome. And, yeah. Jeff Tarmy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeff Tarmy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was, very, I was very qualified. All right. Too. Does anything on the screen look like what we're looking for here? Is, uh, is, dinner is, scene. Yeah, it's a dinner scene. Yep. That's the one. I think okay. so. Yep. Okay. Let's Appreciate try this. Let's try this. Oh, we got to listen to yeah, the first two. Yeah. Do we get paid for ads? Damn you, YouTube. Right. I know. No. And then I'm, I'm going to ask the other guys. I, th- I think we should end with uh, Boston Commons, uh, Old Quartet of Mine, or do you think that's something? Uh, yeah. What, I mean, that would be appropriate for Do it now. Do what, it now. What are we talking about? Oh, never well, mind. No, Here's we'll the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the scene from The Breakup. I understand how you feel. Oh, I love that actor. passion. Yeah. And sharing it with other people. I think that's what life's about. I don't feel it about boats and squibs. Squids? Acapella. Squids, sorry. <laughs> but I do feel it about singing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we are that with way. my acapella group, the Tone Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this actor in A Mighty Wind Clown. Yes. 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 Yeah. Another yeah. Dream. It's really more of a a brotherhood. Yes. It's like a musical team. And yeah. we say that it's all like the time. It's like a symphony of guys. <laughs> Guy symphony. Oh, and this, it's this very hard to describe the true <laughs> magic. I laugh and then I go, oh, that offends me. Yeah. See, you Perfect. didn't even have to. All you had to do is play this clip, it's and this podcast would be over in 30 yeah. seconds. <laughs> That's all you need to know. I guess the best way to, to put it in words is just, ah, <laughs> Everyone's horrified at the table. Jennifer Aston and Margaret and uh, even that doesn't do it. Vince Vaughn. That doesn't do it because that's just one person. (laughs) And what I'm talking about is the pulse of the collective. Oh heck, let me just show you how it's done. Dad, how about a little percussion? This is like teaching a tap tap tap. Yep, here we go. Tap tap tap. Mom, hi hat. And we always get that face. Oh my God. Excellent. And Gary on the kick drum. Come come. On the kick drum. Come come. That's Gary. Come come with the kick drum. Come 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 with the kick drum. Gary on the kick drum. Come come. That's Gary on the kick drum. Go. And Gary in the house. Come come. Come come with the kick drum. Come come. I'm just not really the kick drum kind of guy. I'd rather be just a listener and enjoy all the a lot of people are not the kick drum you know what Gary that's your prerogative that's your right to listen meantime I gotta talk to Brooke about something it's called the bass line excuse me oh my god (laughs) I've never seen this I love this this is good good Carol you always live your life never thinking of the future prove yourself you are the move you make take your chances win or lose it's a bold choice. Owner, yeah. of a lo- over, owner of a Lonely Heart by Chicago, right? That's yes. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it yes? It is yes. No, it is yes. yes. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. It's not Chicago. Yes, it's yes. That's like strictly 80s Joel. 
that that was too real. That's yeah, yeah. that's that was too real. Know. That's amazing, Kleino. I uh, I mocked you, and yeah. now I must take it back. <laughs> that was worth the time we spent on. Yeah, it. There, there's another uh, King of the Hill had an episode called. Uh, the, all right, you know what? That's yeah. it. Yeah. Just, just stop. No, just <laughs> fucking stop. We, we, we got two hours, right? <laughs> yeah. no, just just for others, they can look it up. The Harmonaholics. How long is the clip? Oh no! I, 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 no, Damn no, no. It. I, I don't. I don't, right, think, we'll I don't think you can okay. play it. I don't think you can play it. But but it, it, it's one of those scenes Why that not? we look at it's and we go. Squares, you want to try it? Yeah. All right. All right give, it, give it a try. See what you can get. Can you vamp while I find it? Sure, sure, sure. So it, it's one of those things that uh, we uh, I, I laugh and I go, "Oh, that's pretty funny." Is it a bar? Is it barbershop per se, or is it? I I, I, I believe so. Th- th- there's what's the group? song they do? I you know I don't I don't know that there's a single song barbershop. But but for for those of our groups that are extremely competitive and it really matters how great they are and they measure everything from uh, the, how you shine your shoes and I, I think they probably even care about how you look. Um, so what what what, hap- what happens is he, he uh, we can't find it. Yeah yeah. It, it, <laughs> I don't think it's out there somewhere. Yeah. All right. Well, can uh, uh, the, the episode is called when the fat lady sings or the fat man sings. When the fat man sings. That would have been useful information to me uh, 17 um, seconds ago. Yeah. When I was looking for this <laughs> fucking clip. So sorry. Uh, what was the name of the episode? Uh, you just said it. The when, fat when, lady when sings. The fa- when the fat man sings. The fat. Okay. So. The aft uh, man. That's the boating section. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. And, and, and of course, the, the Simpsons episode is, is one of the funniest things. And I'll also vamp by saying, you know, as much as we admire what Bob does, uh, there's a whole bunch of barbershoppers that are kind of offended by the ragtime gals. Which, which, oh, come on. Really? Yeah, which, which, which is really kind of funny. Yeah, because yes. a lot of them think that, you know, that, that kind of mocks barbershop and, and uh, people don't, can't, not all of them uh, can laugh. Well, it we, makes for interesting spectation on the uh, Facebook chat. Groups. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like make like a plant and grow up. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, they're, they're I'm writing that down. E- even Boom. in that, e- even in that little bubble, there is dissension. Uh, All right. The fat neighbor. Scene. So yeah, so so it looks like a full episode. <laughs> the fat neighbor. That's that. That is the one. Yeah, Bob. But, I saw what you said. I, yeah, I we found, we've located the episode, but we're not going to go through the whole episode yeah. of the King of the Hill. We have limits. But but we do um, laugh at ourselves. We have limits, and we're going to set them. Yeah. yeah well, the the chapter meeting, the barbershop chapter meeting that I went with you with yeah. your permission. I brought a videotape. My invitation, I hope. Your invitation. Yeah. But no, no, with your permission, I brought a videotape of the Simpsons episode. Yes. The the famous B Sharps episode. Which was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Aside from being barbershop. Just and brilliant. you told me, I wouldn't have known this, yes. but that the Dapper Dans appeared as a guest on the show singing this. Uh, aren't they a they, they were the background. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan, Dan Jordan, who's actually from uh, from California. What was actually uh, one of the things? Yeah. Yep. So this, yeah, if you've never seen the B Sharps episode of The Simpsons, uh, for you kids out there, and we're not going to pull it up, Clanny, no, don't look no. at the screen. No, no, I'm no. Not gonna <laughs> pull, we could do this all friggin' night, but uh, it was a, uh, it was really a satire of the Beatles, Correct. except Homer and his friends were following sort of the path of the Beatles, along with like uh, Barney, um, you know. Joining up with a Yoko like figure, you know, right. um, so like like the Yoko jokes were in there, and the he got replaced, the, uh, I believe. He was he was the Peter Best. No, 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 Chief Wiggum was the Peter Best. Chief Wiggum was the Chief, Re- yeah. So come on, get I'm, it right. This way, and, I count on you for this. Stuff. And um, the, there is a funny scene where the four of them are up there. Apu, of course, from the Quickie Mart, is right. in the band, right. And, and I sing with a gentleman named Manoj. So well, yeah, this yeah. is where I'm going. Okay. This you you may not remember <laughs> oh. how f- this funny moment, but you've got the m- your buddy Manoj. Oh, he was there. That's right. He, he was, was there mm-hmm. that night, mm-hmm. 
and had the greatest name for a barbershop quartet yeah. in history, yeah. Manoche Toi. Manoche Toi. Right? Yeah, See, I remember yeah. this. That's pretty I remember amazing. this. So he's an Indian dude and a swell guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Apu is a swell guy in the fictional cartoonish sense, literally cartoonish. And he's in the... And uh, so... But there's a scene in the Simpsons episode where <laughs> Grandpa Simpson is watching the band, and he says, uh, my son's in the band up there. And his buddy says, who, the balding fat ass? And he goes, uh, no, the Hindu guy. <laughs> <laughs> and when we watched it with your chapter, everybody burst into laughter, and Manoj is like pumping his yeah, fist yeah, like, yeah. hell yeah, man. <laughs> Hindu guy wins. Yep, Hindu guy wins. Yep. Awesome. Um, all right, so what do you guys want to plug? I'm really playing the outro or, music now. You guys should, really have to get the fuck out of should, here. Should, <laughs> should we end with Enormous Penis? Uh, I mean... Whatever that lie. may be, I mean, go for it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Wow. I gotta go! See ya! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, so who, who did that? Uh, that would be... Uh, uh, da, Vin- da Vinci's Notebook. Oh, da yeah, Da Vinci's, Vinci's Notebook. Got a great hit called uh, My Enormous Penis. Really? Which yeah. is not actual barbershop. Not actual barbershop. It's, it's like more doo-wop. Yeah, doo-wop right? I think yeah. it's probably more appropriate, but it has a lot of, you know, barbershop, uh, barbershop specific, yeah, chords. Yep. So yeah, I haven't heard that in nice. a while. That's, it's, <laughs> it's a fun one. Um, I think right, for, so anyone, for anyone... Everyone can sing along. For anyone who's listening, I think if, if you haven't tried barbershop before, you probably think to yourself, like, I'm never going to do this, but... And after you hear this song, it's going to seal the deal. Yeah, it's going to seal the deal. But I think, you know, from from a, uh, a perspective of, of trying to do something that you're actually capable of doing and finding other people who are doing the same thing, singing is so easy, and people write that off so quickly. People don't realize. They don't realize just how simple it is to and go. And, 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 oh, my gosh, I mean, you're speaking miles about about the truths of music. So uh, for those who are listening, if you've never tried it before, I highly, uh, I, I need you to go out and try it. It's just and where, and where can they go to get started? The internet. Go, go, go to <laughs> No, but go, seriously, to, uh, barbershop. Go to bar- go barbershop.org, and that'll tell you where your local chapters are, and you can walk into a chapter anytime. You're always welcome, irrespective mm-hmm. of your age, weight, gender, anything. And for you, you millennials <laughs> out there, literally type in barbershop music or barbershop and then like the local city you, you're living next to. I actually, the tenor I sing with right now found barbershop by going to Google and putting in barbershop Boston and finding the chorus we sang in. Are you saying I don't speak millennial? Hey, bro, get on, get on the game. <laughs> bro. Joey, you might need to work on that a little bit yourself. Dude. <laughs> get, get woke. Get woke, brother. Um, how about it, like individual if people want to uh, find you guys, uh, Google you guys, or are you guys. Uh, you, I would well, say you? the best. The best you can do for me is uh, I actually do sing in another quartet called Scully Square yeah. Quartet, um, and uh, we were most recently featured on Fox and Friends on National Barbershop Quartet Day. Love it, which was fun. Um, people and, can book you for events. Uh, probably yes. not. <laughs> no, no. Right. you can give it a try. All right, how can they listen to you? Uh, we're on iTunes. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> we're we're on uh, Apple Music. We're on Spotify. Uh, you I said Scully- some CDs. If you want, if you have some way to give away CDs, I brought a bunch. We will do that in the future on the Boston um, Podcast. I would be delighted to, to do so. But the the ba- I'm sorry, your quartet is called uh, it's called Scully Square. So not Scully, old Scully. Yeah, Square. old Scully Square. Okay, yeah. named with, after with old Scully Square. S C O L A Y. Got it. Okay. Square. Uh, and, and look and us up on Facebook. That's the easiest way to find us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I just want to pump their their music is especially if you like the old song American Songbook. Their their music. Bob Bob's a beautiful arranger and his music is incredible to listen to and and they sing it very well. That's it's, very kind. Yeah. Here here. One, All right. one of my same guys I've been yeah. singing with since high school, including the the ragtime gals dude who's on the Tonight Show. He's in that group too. I love it. 
I love it. So get your barbershop on, kids. If this hasn't convinced you, then I don't know what to tell you, because I'm not doing another podcast of an hour and 55 <laughs> fucking minutes with what? these barbershop. These bozos come in here and drink my liquor <laughs> and, and take me off on all kinds of crap. I'm kidding. This was actually the most fun I've had in a long time here. In our Westwood studios. Any uh, final thoughts? Are you saying more fun than Eddie Nathanson? <laughs> oh, Eddie. Box your ears, Eddie. Uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Okay. It's, it's about, fun. about the same. Yeah. Yes, about the same. Okay. Any final thoughts? Go find a song. Go and sing it loud. That's yeah. Right. Don't die with a song in your heart, kids. Yeah. And, right? and, and, and we, we want you to sing, and everyone can sing. And if more people sang, there'd be less war. So sing. There you go. It's that simple. Yeah. I love it. I don't even have a funny snide remark. No, nope. because that I was think serious. That was, that was profound. That was good. <laughs> Leave it. There. Very good, Michael. Okay. Thank you, boys. I hope Thanks. you had fun. Did you have fun? Yeah. Yeah. Will you come back? Fun. Awesome. Yes. Great. Oh, we have tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. I know. Well, maybe. We I don't love know. <laughs> it was fun. All right. I'm turning. cool. Don't worry, everybody. I'm turning their mics down <laughs> at least a little bit. Uh, on behalf. Of Bob Martin and Joey Constantine and Michael Klein, my buddy. Love you. I, I love you back. I love all you guys. And uh, thanks for listening to the Boston Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us and visit our Westwood studios, go to pod617.com. It's as easy as that, kids. On behalf of my barbershop buddies, I'm Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. You must be the other guy. Enjoy your day, Boston. Chapter you drop. <laughs>